So, so don't cut any of this shit out. No, this is for real, real. This is gonna be. This is gonna be good. I can feel it. That's a that's a thumb drive. I know. I I discovered it. I like it. It's like a sheet. That was gross. Excuse me. It's so gross. <laughs> Did you burp? It was me. Oh, oh I thought it was Otiano. That's oh, why okay. I said that was okay, gross. Okay, so my burp's fucked up, huh? Yeah. I work with this. I'm a guest. Uh, I'm allowed to burp. Yeah, yeah I work with you this woman absolutely. that belches all the time, and she thinks it's cute. I think because <laughs> she apologizes after every single one. And at work, we can print out appreciation things and give them to to our coworkers. And she yeah. didn't belch a day, and I printed out one, and I <laughs> showed my appreciation. What am, my good coworker? Okay, I've got a few really good friends at work that like we don't hang out out, out of work or anything, but uh, he did an appreciation award for another one of our friends, but it just said nothing. <laughs> so it was like thank you for nothing, and it, it made me laugh. We all thought it was hilarious. I I feel like I would have laughed if I'd been there. You had to be there. Yeah. How old is this woman approximately, <laughs> the belching one? Um, she's younger than me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... <laughs> right. So she's like 31, 32. She's between 18 and 37. Yes. Okay. Um, is she... That's... Wait, no, we don't sit, share our real, our real age. Yeah, John. You can I'm be 34. Between 13. Do you know what's Do you know what's funny? This uh, one one of my old friends who's not really that much of a friend anymore um, because he's kind of crazy. Um, he's now somehow younger than I am. On Instagram, he said it's taken 36 years for me to be, finally be happy in a relationship, and that motherfucker's like 40 years old. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? Hey, you know, huh? maybe he what? wasn't. Maybe he what? wasn't dating he when he was three. Yeah, he didn't start relationships. Till no, he was five. you know what he? <laughs> no, he's Late telling bloomer. people. Yeah, he's telling people. That I'm willing to give him benefit of the doubt, honestly. No, don't. I try my best to give humans benefit of the doubt. It, it takes a lot of effort. It takes a tremendous amount of effort, but I try really hard. I thought it was funny, so immediately I had to share it with one, another one of my friends. That's mm. kind <laughs> like, of in a war a little bit with this guy. Thank you, I know. Yeah. I think you know. I, I wasn't going to comment on it and be like, "How did you? How did I become older than you?" Okay, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never. I have never. Oh, I have never. Um, this man that was at the Kavanaugh hearings and he was freaking out. Wasn't oh, it, it was it was gold. <laughs> it was golden. <gasps> oh, how do we forget this? Did you see the Cardi B? No, uh, uh, Instagram video. No. Oh, I'm gonna have to find it. We're gonna have to. You can play have it. videos it really on funny. Instagram. It's really. Oh fuck! I thought it was just for. I for have the same question. Still pictures. <laughs> see you see, and she's she's a young lady. So she should know. And Who's she that voice? We haven't heard her before. Well, I mean, oh, we, we, we should, should probably, probably actually start the show. the show. I know. I'm trying know. to find the playlist. Well, quick, stall for John. Stall for John. Quick. Megan, you should like start the introduction. Five. <laughs> He's <just> counting. <laughs> and go. <laughs> I thought I was going to come up with something by the time that sound was over and it didn't happen. You said to go for an excited laugh? Yep. 
Solid commitment. Uh, welcome to Secretly Timid. It's the longest running DFW LGBT friendly QIA QIA XYZ. Uh, yeah, you sound like such a Republican. Pod- there are too many letters. I, I don't was, know what's going I was on. Leave it alone. I was gonna let it slide. <laughs> I don't know what all these letters are. <laughs> um, back in my day, we were just eligible bachelors. I am no, definitely no, 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 no. a straight bachelor. Confirmed bachelor. I'm a confirmed bachelor with track light, and, <laughs> and is, I do not live with my mother. What exactly is involved in this confirmation process? Is it like a gilding or a debutante ball? Well, you have to you have to examine the asshole directly. Oh, to see if, to see if it's been penetrated yeah. or not. Or yeah. gotcha. Yeah. You know what they used to check? Like if I'm back in the old and... witchy days, if you had a hemorrhoid, they yeah. would fucking drown you. Wait, what? Yeah. Does that mean you're <laughs> the devil? Yeah. yeah. Wow. They would look for any like skin tags, any sort of like deformalities. They, they look you, in your butthole and they'd be like, it's push in out. In your butthole. So Sometimes every, they're external. Every woman who'd ever had a child. Yeah, they're fucked. Was yeah. all yeah, raped by Satan. I mean, wow. they basically have finished their job. Oh, how much? Point. How much more do, value do they have left? <laughs> is what I would like to know. Uh, so I'll go ahead and just finish this <laughs> intro. <laughs> well, we got a little distracted there already. It's secretly timid, and uh, I'm Megs, and I'm here with Otieno. What's up? And John. Hi. Hi. <laughs> and we have two special guests this week. Um, my friend Ryan, who is a. Uh, hi. Hi. There you are. Uh, musician. And he'll tell us about that. Is and that then the other person is not your friend. My new friend. Oh, okay. There you go. Good job. <laughs> Good recovery. You're rude. <laughs> <laughs> My new friend Emily. Hello. Who is also a musician. Yes. With reeds. So there it is. Uh, we probably have a, a featured song of the week that you I you know wrote it. Down. I don't know it. Oh, well, I wrote it down for you, and then I underlined it and circled it. Oh, okay. Because that's your job. <laughs> but you use, like, this weird script. I can't fucking read it. Well, it's cursed. The song is all that, <laughs> all that wanting by Claire Morales. Yes. Oh, God. I was like, please be Morales you and not something else. You did such a good job. Because if you said, no, it's actually Morals, I'd be like, fuck. <laughs> no, that the least obvious. Is there people that are actually named Morals? Morales. I don't know. It could be, the, it could be like, a band name. I've only ever like, heard Moral. Like, do you remember... Moral- Sorry to cut you off. Oh, already. <laughs> no, no, you're not. You remember. No, you're not. No, you're not. Melanie and I in high school would get into heavy discussions about PJ Harvey being the name of a band. What? And I'd be like, but it's her name. And she's like, yeah, but there's a band. And I'm like, no, Melanie. Polly but she's Jean like a so. Harvey. Yeah. It's PJ Harvey and Friends. <laughs> and so I was it's just like, saying, Fox like, and Friends. Claire. Morales could be Claire Morals in real life. The only other time I've ever heard the word morals that was in that relation to a fungus was basically someone who horribly mispronounced the name Morales. I'm fr- I mean, there probably is some like out there named. Yes, there probably is some out there named Morals, but it's spelled with like more R's or something. Uh, I don't know. And an E as opposed yes. to. At, at Bacon Brunch, Ryan said something that I said, that'd be a great <laughs> band name. And then I forgot what it was. What was it? Was sure it, it was very biological daddy? I think it was biological daddy. <laughs> what was it, Ryan? Do you yeah, remember? I, did you ever say biological daddy? I, I think, well, maybe I was talking about my sister. Yeah. Yeah. That's awkward. <laughs> That's your sister's name? Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. Oh, no, your parents was, are so progressive. Yeah, she has a different <laughs> biological daddy. Yes, that's what it was. And I was like, oh. That's probably what I said. 
It's never too old to start a band. There probably is a band called Biological Daddy. Well, they're going to have some copyright infringement. Gay Dad. And there's a band called... Uh, Gay Daddy? Gay Cum Daddies. Whoa, there probably is, actually. That's a good yeah. point. No, is there? Yeah. It's a real yeah. thing. It's a real no, thing. Real. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I've done sound for them. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, how discerning are they about their sound? Uh, not very. <laughs> They just kind of spread it all over the place. Yeah, uh, a, shoot it out there. They're a throw and go kind just, of band. Got you, got I'm just you. gonna close my eyes and just cover the mic and sound. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, go from there. It's like a scene from Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. All right. Well, um, should we uh, should we start with the guests or should we? We should be nice to start with the guests. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Ryan, my yes. friend, uh, please tell us about your. Well, first of all, tell us about you. Okay. Uh, and then tell us about your week because we would really like to be caught up on all of the new happenings in your life. Um, I guess my general info is uh, well, I'll, we we said we don't share our our ages, so I'm just going to do that. I mean, you first can thing. if you want. Uh, I'm 41. <laughs> which get, is get out. Is we is so weird, uh, but. Uh, I grew up in Grapevine. I moved to Denton for college, and then I just stayed there even though I dropped out of school. And then I played in a bunch of bands and worked uh, service industry jobs for till now. Still tell, doing that. Tell us, please, if you my would. Whole life. Um, that's your whole life. That's my whole life. Oh. You're like Matthew McConaughey in that one movie. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, Otiano one? does. He's I, smiling. I have, no, I have no idea. I'm, no. Just, I'm just amused that, like, wait, that's that's a film premise. Like, <laughs> no, that when he said uh, when Ryan said that he uh, dropped out of school, but he stayed in Denton anyway. Oh, oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dazed and confused. Yes. Dazed and confused. Yeah. Wow. Let's, they yeah. they stay the same age. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Worst quote ever. <laughs> well, uh, it applies directly <laughs> to uh, my relationship right now because uh, she is way younger than I am. <laughs> <laughs> How much way younger? Confirmed. I'm 25 years old. Oh, my. What's the math of that? Oh, my. <laughs> Scandalous. What's the math? How many years? I can't it is, do it. It's it only two like years old, f- half plus seven. Three or so four, I don't know. that bad. It's okay. It's okay. Because yeah. uh, so my SO is 15 years older than me, and okay. apparently that's... Scandalous to some people. It's transactional, in fact. Yeah, it's transactional. <laughs> oh, that's what this is. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, we just brought it's that up. Transactional. Oh, shit. I belong to you. <laughs> Have I been closer to you? the mic, please? That's really no, good. No, no, it's okay. You I'm just. Good. I'm good. I, I was doing an end of the road thing. I'm just going to go ahead and stop. Boys right to men. ABC, PPD. I was just listening to Spirit of 76. Boys to men, still keeping up the beat. Personally, I, I'm still creeping up with the fact, but I always felt like one of them looked kind of like a black version of Christopher Walken, and it haunts me. Boys yeah, to men or I Ween? I never thought about that. He totally does. I forget, right. I forget which one. It, I, think the, it's, the I think it's DeVoe. But he one, looks, of them, one of yeah. them looks like You're what? A black version of Christopher Walken. DeVoe? There's a DeVoe in... Belle Biv DeVoe? Yeah. That's not Boys no, to Men. I'm sorry. Wait. No, I'm confused. Brain... Twist for Not all here. black people look the same. You know, <laughs> I'm just going to let that gloss on by there because, in honesty, my my knowledge Racist. of you know, Motown neo stuff is a little off. But point of the matter is, I was referring to Belbiv DeVoe. You were talking about boys to men. Entirely confused. But one of the guys, I mean, really... Belbiv DeVoe, looks like fucking Christopher Walken. They were on the same record label, so you're not. Yeah, too thank you. I was really had, talking like, about crossover songs and Ween, stuff. but. There's a black person in Wayne? No. Oh my God. <laughs> no. That would never there happen. is. Well, th- when they tour, they have a drummer who's 
African American. Oh my God, you can say black. It's okay. Do you remember back in the nineties? Like African American. <laughs> Do you remember back in the? Let me stop. If you yeah. if you dedicate more time to the word, then it it's like a respect. Yeah, yeah. African American. I say it slower than other words. Equal. You say it all sultry. <laughs> African American. <laughs> Do you remember back in the nineties when hitting the blowfish? first popped up on the scene everybody would say and that guy's black (laughs) all the time that guy's black now he does strictly country music yeah darius rucker he's i think my my mother's actually really big fan of his Uh, oh sorry go ahead oh no you oh oh, see see i'm not the only one that talks to every people but the difference is we did we talked about it john (laughs) no you first no no no, really after you john after you you're making a concerted effort because of a conversation we had earlier yeah because you talk shit about me to my face (laughs) that's not talking shit to your face (laughs) yeah anyway my point i forgot my point i want to go back into the shadows talking about shit darius the number of awkward as fuck rednecks that seem to think that telling me they listened to Hooting the Blowfish earned them street cred back in the 90s is not a small number. Not a small number. It's almost it's almost a close by number of folk that got into conversations with me about Eminem afterwards. That was another not small number. Hmm. I don't know who wrote the song, but do you think the, the other band members uh, had said at one point, like, I'm not. I'm. I'm not getting behind the dolphins. Made me cry. <laughs> Wait, what? There's a line of a song about dolphins. Yeah, and hold my hand. Oh, heard of the dolphins. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Really. That was more of a creed. But he kind of did a little creed. It's called yarling, and he definitely does it. Is that what it's called, yarling? Yeah. It's the '90s. Like inflection for singing. Like, thank Eddie Vedder. Thank you for giving oh, a name. Eddie Vedder and he's, like, and, and he's like ground zero for Yarling. But his actually kind of sounded okay. All the rest yeah, was like... No. Because he was uh, the first. Worse, yeah. yeah. I, I don't disagree. I don't think he was the first that has that voice. I don't. I think he was probably, you know... Most successful. As far as, but, as, yeah. as, as part of the zeitgeist. That but like, type yeah, he, he's the one I blame for, Creed. for creating the horrible... Yeah. Because Scott yeah. Weiland the horrible does that sometimes. musical avalanche. Uh, a little bit. A little okay. bit, maybe. Yardling it? Yarling. Yarling. Without the T. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's not better. hold my hand. It's uh, I only want to be with you. Oh. Uh, yeah. Either way, I fucking hate that. But song. is there really that much of a difference between both of those songs? Same message, really. <laughs> Same difference. The, the point is, across all of the albums, the entire discography is the Dolphins make you cry. And I guess I'm just now realizing that means like the football team and not. <gasps> I think I just now got That's that. What it Wait was a minute! The what whole time? Yeah, There's a football metaphor. Hold the whole on a minute. Time? Wait, I can't tell if you're wait, being wait. genuine or if you're just no. I really, fun of me. I, it, that really had not occurred to me. <laughs> <laughs> not so one time. Just you <laughs> either. Just so we can stop talking about Hootie and the Blowfish, Emily. How about you tell us about? Your no, we're not finished week. with Ryan. We're not oh finished. Oh my. Uh, okay, John. Uh, Ryan, please go oh on as long as it's not about. No, no. no hold, hold, hold on, hold on. Okay. Uh, okay. So, so you play an instrument. I do. You play a few instruments, in fact. I, I play different. Uh, kind kinds of the same instrument. Okay, tell us about that. I play the I play the bass. Um, I started playing the bass because, uh, I didn't want to, it was learning chords was more difficult. So I just figured out that if I just played bass along to my CD collection, I wouldn't have to do as much tuning or, uh, so yeah, that's where I got started. And now I play, uh, precision bass, which is like what you would say, like the electric bass guitar would be, and that's the old word for it. I don't, you never hear that anymore, but. 
uh, aside from the there's the brand, the type or whatever, P bass. But then I also play double bass and guitar own, and uh, I think that's it. Somebody had asked me yesterday if you played the guitar own. Yeah, guitar own. Like, what the fuck is that? What is that? It's the mariachi. Mariachi. Yeah. Oh, okay. The stand-up one that they flip it around and no, it has that no. big old stake so, on it. Originally, the get uh, the the mariachi bands had a bass uh, harp player, and Ooh. so one guy would carry it on his back while the other guy would pluck it. <laughs> Why wasn't that guy a mariachi? He had some sick arsenals in that fucking case. <laughs> so yeah, they wanted to get they didn't want to pay the guy who just carried it around. So a luthier invented the guitarone. That's the story I heard, Ooh. anyways. So yeah, uh, upright. Bass, double bass, contrabass. It's the orchestra one. Yeah, I don't just mean like, you know, respectable or anything. (laughs) (laughs) And so you play for a number of bands, in fact. What are some of those? I play three at the moment. It used to be a lot more. I used to be a little uh, too involved in, in, (laughs) in the Denton music stuff. How do you quantify that, really? too involved I, I was in at one point um and i have friends that are doubling this number now so i shouldn't you know it's not that crazy but i was in nine bands it was i think my my highest at the point. same time the same time Fucking and a. it was it was too much and it was a bad idea and is this I, a basis shortage issue or just I, you're being that profligate issue well no i'm and i don't, I don't i don't think it's that i'm particularly good at it i think i was just very accessible and um i try to be friendly most of the time, I think that's you know maybe part of You're it. You're doing a great oh, job, <laughs> so good. What's your Myers Briggs? I don't know. I, oh, uh, I've, I've looked it up. I Ooh, think I've I looked it. it up a total of four <laughs> different times, and I've never remembered it. So back when I used to book shows in a small town scene, um, it's pretty common for there to be like we would call it a everybody kill so and so night. As in like if. You were in like four of the bands that were playing. It'd be so we're having everybody kill Ryan night tonight. It'd be yeah, just because yeah. you know you're playing like you know four back to back sets and shit. Um, what is the most number of back to backs you've had, or the most number of performances you had in a single night based on how many bands you have you've been in at the same time? I think four. Four. I think I did four one night. And was it terrible? Yeah. Well, it wasn't all at the same place. Mm. Oh a, shit, that's so worse. It even worse. Yeah. It was. Well, it was back during uh, they they had a little festival in Denton for a while. Started off being called North by Thirty Five, and then they called it Thirty Five Conferet, and then it was just Thirty Five Denton. I don't know. They got cease and desist letters. Oh, from South by Southwest. Yeah, I think so. Is that still going? No, no, it's dead. It's over. Maybe it (laughs) might be. Particularly emphatic about that. It's dead. Well, I'm I'm a little disappointed, but also like it's just you know, it's it's catharsis kind of. (laughs) But uh. Yeah, they they were having that festival, and uh, I just they were all within walking distance, which was helpful for me. I don't. But still having to like hike your amps and your bass yeah, back and forth, fucking yeah. Sucks. It was it was rough. It was it was uh, a lot of. I mean, I don't know. It was. I don't want to feel sorry for myself or anything, but yeah, it was a lot of exercise. <laughs> we'll do it for you. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Oh, free roadies. So the bands in which you are currently. Uh huh. Are? Uh, the Boxcar Bandits is like a bluegrass sort of, uh, more of a collective of guys. It's always different people. Uh, and then I play with the Baptist Generals. That's my longest uh, running job. Uh, and then Claire Morales. Yes. Who's uh, 
younger than me and she, I, I got to know her for, from her doing just like solo gigs and, you know, you know, Denton local shows or whatever. Even I think I, I first saw her in like a coffee shop or something like that. But, uh, yeah, she, and she was, I think a teenager whenever I first saw her. And then years later, you know, I, I guess post her graduating college, she decided she wanted to have a band. So she Facebooked, and that's yeah, that's that. That's how oh, I'm God. terrible at telling stories. I'm, I'm gonna so be, sorry. No, that to be was... on Facebook now. Sure, you don't please. know what you're in for. I'm into it. It's it's really. Uh, I want to say act. I mean, it's her name, but the Claire Morales ensemble. It's a band too. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> she wants to name the band something really badly. I think we're really close to getting to that point, but I don't know. How about Claire Morales and Friends? Oh I, I I think that's great. I you can have that for free. The point. I'll just give that to you. <laughs> or just Claire Morales and just confuse the fuck out of everybody. Well, I see, the, and this was my idea, but the way we get introduced on stage is, is she, and I, and like, I think she would originally say something like, my name's Claire Morales and this is my band. And like, it was kind of a long introduction. I was like, you should just say, we're Claire Morales. Because <laughs> I think that's funny. And, I also and she's think been that's doing funny. it. And yeah. it doesn't really get a laugh. Except for I, I laughed laugh, a little. I laugh bit. a little. You know what? Just Sometimes those are the best jokes, though. Honestly, yeah, yeah. So, actually, uh, uh, Sade's been doing that for years. Mm-hmm. So, so we're there, Sade. Other, yeah, there are other bands that have been doing that. So, go. I for wonder it. if she ever goes, "We're Sade," <laughs> <laughs> or even better, a fun joke. All those folks that go, "We are Sade." People would say would add that invisible H and R in uh-huh. there for no reason all the fucking time. Would drive me fucking crazy. Uh, that's a really fantastic band. I enjoy the Claire Morales. Oh, thank you. And friends very much. So and you're friends. welcome. Um, thank you, Megan and friends. I like to say <laughs> Megan and associates. Oh, okay. It's really my preference. But all right, um, Emily, please do tell us about yourself. <laughs> what do you so like? You What's your favorite color? <laughs> oh, well, I like music. Isn't that cool? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. That is oh. cool. And um, I like all shades of blue. All like, of like them? Like a lot of people. Like non-discriminatory about the... Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty open with uh, all of the spectrum of blue. Kind of like... You're so progressive. My gender <laughs> <laughs> preferences. <laughs> um, and I'm also a musician. Um, I was classically trained. I am primarily an oboe player, but I am trained in the woodwinds and brass instruments uh, to teach them. But I didn't do my student teaching semester, so I just have a university studies degree. But I teach children music now, so it's fine. Uh, can you please tell us about your um, your very threatening oboe making kit? Threatening? <laughs> it is threatening. I. It's funny. You weren't there whenever I described it as as a like a. It's a, a layout of torture devices. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about your reed carving sh- gear? Yeah, yeah. There you go. So, okay. Get really close so, to that mic there. We have ways so. of making your reeds. <laughs> yeah, so you make reeds. That was funny for earlier too. This instrument, um, clarinet and saxophone players um, typically buy their reeds, and a lot of them make them. I won't say that 
None of them do, but uh, oboe and bassoon players, we typically make our own reeds once we get to the um, professional or educating for professional um, stages. But I do have a middle school student who does make his own reeds, and that makes me very proud. Does he have a lot of friends, this this child? (laughs) You know... He doesn't, I don't think. Get out of town. I don't know, yeah. The hell you say. So the oboe (laughs) reed-making tool set includes many (laughs) sharp objects, which is what he was referring to earlier. It is a rollout. Yeah, it does actually. Really? (laughs) Can also be used for fingernail pulling, eyelid extraction, fun stuff like that. Yeah, Yeah. you you have a case for it. Enhanced interrogation. (laughs) It has to also be portable because I adjust students' reads on campus at school, so I bring really sharp objects um, secretly Mm -hmm. into public schools (laughs) so I can adjust uh, my students' reads so they can play well. So this this is a woodwind emergency. Yes, it's an emergency kit, essentially. Do you get to determine, pardon me, if it's an emergency situation or because you're qualified or if a child just says, I have a woodwind emergency, do you then just go on? Or is there like a vetting process like this kid does not know emergency from non-emergency I definitely consider their background before considering the seriousness of the emergency, I gotta tell ya. I think that's very reasonable. Yeah. I mean, educating middle schoolers, that's really a, a really good outlook to have, I think. <laughs> You're starting early. Yeah. We're all grateful to you for that, even though the world is not going to be here in a few years. Yeah. Thank Christ. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many things I, I got to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better get on it. So on that uplifting Megan-based Eeyore note, mm-hmm. uh, are there any other uh, things you want to add in about... Well, pardon me. I don't want cut, to uh, cut Emily off, uh, but I, I, I uh, uh, wasn't going to ask you. Oh, your week. Your week in particular. Yes. Tell us what you do. What about your week? Your Both people. of you, please tell us about your oh, week. Yes. You didn't really get Independently, because you are sure. your own people. Yes. Even you're though you're a couple yes. also. I'll just go along with whatever her week says. <laughs> Good idea. Good idea. Do you want me to go first? Yes. Are you sure? (laughs) I mean, I think so. Okay. Well. That's the safest way to do it, actually. Yes. I did not do that. Happy wife, happy life. I hate when men say that. I hate it. That's an awful saying, says a female. (laughs) I'm very guilty of that. My week began with read making. Oh. (laughs) With sharp objects. Extracting confessions. And, uh, yeah, so I sell my it, reads be, to my students, so I really do make reads. procrastination um, leading up to reading Yeah, writing. the reason I say that is because <laughs> the, the day that I teach is on Wednesdays, and I have to make reads before that point, and so any know, that's the beginning of the week. Point. At any, at any, <laughs> any time. But it so always so. needs to happen on, like, Monday, all, Tuesday, maybe. All hours of the night, on, yeah. by candlelight, you're making reads. Just sharpening uh, and wood. And Ryan's like... Please come to bed, and you're like, I'm not finished. Yeah, that's precisely how it yeah. happens. And I'm up like really late hours, uh, blasting podcasts really loud. I didn't mean to bring up podcasts while on a podcast, but look, no, that's I did. there Surprise are other podcasts. Ghost. You're good. You're there good. are. Yeah, there, there are other podcasts. Oh, wow. 
Which one's which one's your favorite? What do you listen to? Ooh, good question. I'm curious. That's a great question, actually. It's a big part of my week. <laughs> she loves that. I love it. Um, I listen to the Mental Illness Happy Hour. <gasps> oh, I used to listen to that I, one, but then a guy got too much. Yeah. Into so it, I can't the, listen to it it's, anymore. Uh, by the, it's by Paul Gilmartin, and um, he is uh, uh, also a stand-up comedian, but he's also just creating a space for um, people with mental illness to just talk freely. Um, about so just people. Just, exactly. Um, everyone on the fucking planet to talk about how to be a human, maybe, is really what he's doing. Yeah. So, oh, have you go back if he still has his whole oeuvre? Is that the, the word? That was very good yeah, sure. Of yeah. episodes. Teresa Strasser's was amazing, yeah. and so was Anya Marina's. I love, I adore Anya Marina. Did you and, start yeah. at the beginning? But Teresa Strausser's made me fucking cry. Actually, a lot of a lot of the I, maybe that's why I stopped listening. Yeah. Also, dolphins make John I, cry. So. so that's something to consider. I actually team? also have a Both. a similar like uh, experience where I have to meter my podcast consumption, especially podcasts like that one where it discusses heavy heavy shit essentially. Um, but is a, it has a lighter tone to it, but I still can't listen to more than like one, two in a row, or I'll be like on the other end. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't do this. Like everything's too hard. You cannot say shit on this podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go on. I am done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that your favorite oh. podcast? Yes. If you're going to recommend is. one podcast to somebody that you just met, what would it be? That would be the one. Yeah, that would be the podcast that I would recommend. Yeah. Then I sure. will check it, it, it out. It is really good. Sometimes they're like, I, I don't know why I stopped listening, but sometimes he'll, he'll talk. Um, I don't know if it makes me uncomfortable, but sometimes I want to say like it's the... It seems like sometimes he's making a mountain out of a molehill when he talks that, you know, the beginning part of the, the stuff before he brings on the guest. But still, I mean, it's a good it's a good show. My favorite part's the the guest always. Yeah, like, I, I get it. Like, it. It becomes a little repetitive. And I mean, I like his insights and, you know, all the rest of that stuff. But it's to me, the best part is his him interacting with the guest. And he has a really good interview style where he gets yeah. he gets people to share their deepest, darkest secrets. And he, and he handles it so well. Yeah. Does he have a read-making kit? Because <laughs> I, I hear that I that don't really... think we have that in common, unfortunately. Oh, you should tell him about it. I really He should. could add it to his repertoire. For hostile I... guests. <laughs> How was your week? Would you, would you like to treat me as a hostile guest? <laughs> if you'd like to become one, no, we certainly will. I just, you're welcome to. We you do have to. a protocol for that here, actually. Oh, good. Oh, I yeah. got a law school, law, law school, law school <laughs> flashback with hostile guests. Really? <laughs> yeah, because there's just one uh, chatty Kathy used to talk about her all the time on Facebook. It was it was just a nightmare student, <laughs> and w- of all the things that she could never understand, she could never understand what the term of a the hostile witness is. Because she would think that just means somebody that was angry. It's like, no, that's just somebody that's on the opposing side. That's just... Right. And she'd bring it up, like, at least three times, and she didn't. She just couldn't. (laughs) She couldn't get it. And for me, as a student, I'm like, God damn it. This is, like, so easy. There's TV lawyers, and there's real lawyers. (laughs) Uh, Hostile guests are actually my specialty. That's what I specialize at work in uh, personality disorders. So... (laughs) Go right ahead. Okay. I'm not going to become hostile. I just, you know, if you wanted to treat me that way 
anyways. You would like it. Then why are those Maybe. veins? I don't know. Why are those veins so really bulging things. in your yeah. forehead all of a sudden? <laughs> You've got to try everything. So, yeah. how was your week, Ryan? I'm trying to think of something notable about my week. Get close to that mic, pal. I'm sorry. That's okay. Don't apologize to me. I won't accept it. So hard. Careful How hard is it? I was going to say, careful, John, to get excited. That's yeah, literally this is what a I was podcast about, about dicks, Ryan. So. Uh, well, that makes it easier. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess I, I played uh, I played music this week. I mean, that's you know, we talked about that. Oh. Mm-hmm. He played plenty of music this week. He's, he's not. <laughs> did I? I, I yeah. played. Did I play on the week on the weekend? No, I didn't. Was it too much? Was it too much? It, w- it wasn't too much. <laughs> no, it, was, it was just the right amount. Yeah, just the right amount. Um, oh, uh, <laughs> uh, so you were talking about being nerdy before with your comic book stuff. My nerdy thing is a Star Wars video game called Ooh. Star Wars Battlefront. Okay, right on. Oh, I'm so aware. It's uh, I'm so so sorry. It's tri- it's triple score weekend right oh, now. Oh no, it's a it's a great game. I'm just saying, like the, the, the entire like paid fiasco stuff with loot drops and oh, shit with that, that game. Was silly, yeah. Ugh, Everyone so got mad. Well, I I don't I don't engage with that that aspect of it. Like, mm. You know, I mean, I do find it funny and sometimes annoying, but I don't you know get online and talk about it. Like aside, aside from right now, <laughs> is it like an online uh, multi-person shooter yeah. game? Is that what it's called? Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Do you talk to the to the other people and I, come up with strategies? I occasionally do. Um, Emily hates that when I do it. So because like I I'm used, sitting there, I used to hate it. <laughs> I'm trying to get her into it. Like I, you know, like made her a profile even, and like I'm trying to like slowly get her into chatting with strange people from. <laughs> Video game. You make it sound so alluring. (laughs) Are they nicer now? Because I used to play this. uh, I've I've talked about this on the show before. They're not. It was was like a Batman imposters game. Mm -hmm. It was so simple. Simple premise two opposing teams, one. When all your people look like the Joker, they all, they all look like Batman. Hmm. It's just a, you just you know, and I and I'm always a sniper. That's just like that's how I roll when it comes to shooting games. I like to perch up in places and pick people off. And people Camper. hate snipers. Yeah, mm-hmm. they fucking hate them. Yeah. And uh, people will get very very upset. And also, yeah, I've been called the fag so many times <laughs> on Xbox. <Sorry. laughs> did I tell you that the funniest one was uh, there was a poker game, you know, where you could, I don't think it's available, and it was on, on Xbox, uh, Xbox 360, and I won one of those tournaments, and it was like one of the first times I'd played this, you know, it's free, it's not like for money or anything, it's like we're just having fun, and um, I won the tournament, and a thing popped up that said you got a message from somebody. I was like, "Oh, how nice!" Oh, I know. I, I and I clicked much. play, Uh-oh. and it's like, "Good job, <laughs> faggot!" Yeah. I'm just like, "What the yeah. fuck?" Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you get a, you get a trial by fire, fire with that. I think everyone gets the same deal where you're like, "Oh, cool, someone's interacting with me." And then you're, <laughs> you, you click, you accept, and then it's just a rain of hate. Yeah. And usually it's a teenager. Yeah. At least online gaming hasn't changed, folks. Yeah. It's know never, it's a, it's because a constant. Anytime the there's not accountability, people are going to be horrible. Yes. Yes. That I is think, fundamentally true. I think it's probably true. true for me, too. I don't know. 
Uh, for funny, you should change your profile to that of a woman and see what happens. Yeah, and see that's how people treat thing. you. There was for a while on Twitter, they would that was like one of the Twitter challenges is for men to change their profile to to appear to be a woman to see what it's like. Yeah, and or, how mm, her easily harassed not harassed you get, and then yeah, that too. There's also a, um, there's been a couple of scandals about that. The most recent one in uh, Red Dead Redemption Online, if you play either a woman or a person of color, you are going to be harassed by people who use the sure. on-game chat to basically are like, oh look, this is a period game, right? I can use all the slurs. Oh, wow. And there's literally like... Well, it's historically accurate. Totally. After That's all. a great <laughs> excuse for it. People are literally running around like reenacting lynchings in Red Dead Redemption Online. There was on... you reenact a lynching online. Basically, everything shy of the rope. Although I, I don't think you can hang people, but I think they intentionally isn't left a that lynching out so like could... isn't it integral part of the lynching the rope? I mean, a bunch of white people chasing a black person while wearing Western garb and screaming racial epithets is pretty close enough. And Maybe they're just trying to give him his wallet back. Sure, something like that <laughs> happened knows? on Fallout seventy six, where uh, there was a group of players that got together and formed like a gang, and they're mm-hmm. going after all quote gay people. Yep, and we're yeah. It's a thing. There's People also, are horrible. Well, there was uh, in, a, in the closest thing there is to not well, not quite justice, but entertainment. There was another game where you're basically you, you play a character who just shows up naked in an island kind of thing. Oh, it's, I've seen, I've seen that. Yeah, and um, one of the things they would do in this game is they would allow you to randomly spawn. You still spawn as a dude, but you would randomly spawn with whatever skin color set. Mm-hmm. And there are plenty. There were like some livid white dudes, like super <laughs> bad. Dude. But I, and so on. And then like they were getting chased down by other. Yeah, it got it got pretty hilarious. So and it's like the South Park game. You heard about that? Uh, no. Where the difficulty it's based oh, on your the the skin color. Yes. So if you wanted hard, you would it'd be play a darker character. I wish I phrasing. I know. Yeah. If you wanted to play a difficult <laughs> setting, the character would be black. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Suffice to say, online gaming is a party and a half. So yeah, Star Wars Battlefront. It's How was your week? Yeah. <laughs> See, this is what happened. This is yeah. part of his week. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's very tangential. This. Yeah, that's that's we been don't a, have a, a format portion well, of my week. That reminds me of a part of my week actually, which was listening to um, NPR. I'm one of those people. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's You're okay. a um, snowflake. <laughs> self-professed. Um, I I tell them was, that I want my mug <laughs> and your tote. K E R A. My tote. She needs the mug and the tote. <laughs> She's giving monthly. Put the mug in a tote and <laughs> send it to me. <laughs> I'm sorry, you were saying. Oh no. Um I was I'm just particularly um moved, I guess, by the latest story about the uh, Houston 19 or uh, Black Girl Magic. That's like really... I'm, I'm not a black girl myself, obviously, if you couldn't see that or hear that. You're not even voice. a girl. You're a woman. I'm a woman. I'm a <laughs> loosely gendered woman. <laughs> um, but I... It's it's one of the smallest pieces of hope that I'm seeing in this country right now. Do you want to save that for the hot topics part? Is yes, this a sure. is this like a recent thing? Because I actually don't it, know it, about it, is, it. It is kind of a recent thing. It's it's something that started a while ago and has been revived by this. By this then thing. you, so, my dear, yeah, have a hot it. topic, and I do not. <laughs> so you can take my place. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> Can I share a little bit of no, Black Girl Magic? No, because nope, it reminded nope. me John, of something. Weeks, John. It reminded weeks, me of something. Okay, I'll hope to remember it. Okay. There's a pa- you you pen have a paper. pen yeah, and a paper down. right there. You can just write that down. Ryan, <laughs> yes. the rest of your week, how did that go? 
Oh, um... Uh, oh God, I'm sorry. It's, like, it's okay. You work somewhere no. that yeah, has I weekly at, things going on. I work at Dan's on. Silverleaf. It's yeah. a wonderful bar. People should go there more often because we need the money. I really do enjoy <laughs> that place. I Yeah, it's it's dead. It's dead there too often, especially when I'm working, you know, on tips. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I wish it was busier. All the time, but yeah, uh, I bar I bartended yesterday in the morning uh, before the Sarah Jaffe show. Oh, Ooh, tell we us like about her. her. I got to see the whole sound check. That was the end of my shift. It was really nice. Um, we're friends of uh, Diane McGurn, who used to be on the show. Is friends with Sarah Jaffe IRL. Lots of lots of people are friends with Sarah Jaffe. IRL. Are you friends with Sarah Jaffe? I'm not. No, well, not you. I'm sort of friends. I, I, Ryan is. I've I've uh, played her parents, or I guess her family, or like extended family's uh, Colorado Lodge. They have like a lodge where you can rent the like like airstreams and things like that in the in the mountains, in the big mountain valley. And it's really nice. Uh, let's see if I remember the name of it. Oh, God damn it. Mountain Valley Lodge? No. It's close to that one. Colorado Mountain Spirit Valley Mountain Valley Rod- Lodge. Stream of the Mountain. These are all great names. I, ha- I, have a, I wear the... <laughs> wait. Is my hoodie in here? No. Yeah. I have, I, have, I have an article of clothing with me here <laughs> with the name of it on it. And I... <sighs> Blue line? Uh, close. Lodge, uh, it's not Blue Line. It's something like Red Line, Skyline, Skyline, Skyline Lodge. Ooh. We did it. it her family hoodie. owns a lodge. Yeah, well, yeah. I think it's her uncle. Oh, that's very bougie, yeah, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> no, I'm a little disappointed. I mean, it's not. It's not like you I know. Mean, if you were there, it wouldn't. It wouldn't seem terribly bougie. It's, you need to do any defensive of her presence, explanation or? about... <laughs> For a lot. No. I mean, she's not there, I don't think, all the time. It's too late. It's too late. Okay. I just outed no. Sarah John. <laughs> <laughs> Again! Oh. Yeah. Uh, also, will you please... So you're, you're playing... You're, you are playing a music, quote-unquote, festival. Sure. Please do tell us about this because I am considering going. Okay, out in Marathon, Texas, it is uh, eight hours. Yeah, really far. Uh, it's right next to Big Bend National Park. There will be in February on the fifteenth and sixteenth, I believe. Excuse me. Uh, a a. Festival that will be attended, I am assuming, by 100% people from Denton who drink at Dan's Bar in the afternoons. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the people with the most funds to spare. It's got a, mm, it's got a good name. It's called the Big Bender because it's Big Whoa. Bend National Park. That's and so we're clever. We're all going on a bender. Oh, my. <laughs> so. so it's the Baptist Generals. The Baptist Generals are playing. Uh, the main... Uh, Organizers and uh, headliners is a, um, a fellow named Joe Pat Hennen. He started it, and is, he'll play both nights. And I, I think, I want to say the Mastersons. Yes, are also are playing. The, we're playing one night, and the Masters are playing the other night. I've been drinking, so I just said Mastersons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mastersons. Uh, but uh, 
The Baptist generals are not the headliners. No, well, I don't know. I don't know how exactly how it works. I haven't gone, so this will be my first year, and I'm not sure exactly what the format's like. I know it's probably kind of like in the middle of nowhere. And there's a um, the description said that there was a potluck. Oh, okay. And so James and I were talking about uh, the engineer and I were talking. Uh, sorry, he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> the person that I have sex with regularly does not listen to this. Uh, we were talking about it, and he was like, "Do you have to bring a dish from your home?" <laughs> yeah, that seems weird. And I thought, uh, I said, "Well, no, dummy. Uh, you know, like it's provided by whatever." And then I thought, like, "Do I have to?" Bring a dish from my home. It says potluck. I don't that's even know the case. Right, I know that's. Yeah, that'd be from your home. You should bring a dish. Oh, you mean like prepare something? Yeah, I thought you meant like I literally mean, like a plate. <laughs> so I need to bring a. You plate have to go and yeah. create poverty. You have to bring your own plate. Yeah, you have to stop because otherwise you have, to, you have to put it in your hands. Maybe yes. they just want drugs. Just bring drugs. Oh well, I think drugs are a potluck offering as long as yeah. everybody. Put it all in a bucket. Yeah, close your eyes. It's a great band name. Bucket? Drug bucket. Drug bucket. Yeah. So, anyway. I forgot this. about the potluck a- aspect of it. I just... Well, you right better think about what dish well, you're going to even take. now panickedly thinking about his yeah. recipes. Well, what are you going to eat? Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't <laughs> Who nervous knows? yet. Prairie dogs. tell me. I, I don't have recipes ready for this. No. Uh, Asparagus and peas. What? It's a good dish. Are you going, Emily? Yeah, I get to go with him. It's like our vacation of the half year. Aw. <laughs> It's that we have modest vacations. I was thinking about it. There are hotels, though, right? Like I don't have to really yeah. sleep in a. Tent. Yeah, there's so there's yeah. like I, there, I guess like three towns kind of all close to each other. There, there's yeah. Marfa is the most famous. There's Alpine nearby. And I'm sorry, just imagine making it a tent. Oh no, that's we're, don't. I, uh, we're bringing a tent. Cool. Okay, sorry. I think you do fine, and I don't know what. You don't know me. You, you wouldn't. <laughs> you don't know. You could, you, could, you could be in a tent. Why not? Because I have to go to the bathroom. That's why uh, not. Cover it. You're supposed to dig you a have, hole. Yeah, I don't have to no. go. You don't have to go in the tent. That's <laughs> <laughs> part of your problem, there, Megan. Don't go in the tent. I, re- I really We're insist upon an ensuite. So if I can't go in, in the, the tent, tent, then there's no point. Yeah. <laughs> mm, that is legit one of my worst flashbacks from being in the Marine Corps. Is when you're out in the middle of the field someplace and you have to pee in the middle of the night. It's not just like walk down the hallway. It's put your clothes on, put your boots on, put a couple of warming layers, and then tromp the you know however many hundred yards over to the latrines and take a piss. Oh my god, it's like living in Kentucky in it, the nineties. Or <laughs> wow, really, Kentucky? Or, oh, I'm not joking. You, you save I just a came. Bottle? I just came from Appalachia, as you know. Oh yeah, and you guys because we've talked mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. You now know. It's it's. That's how you pee in the middle of the night in Kentucky? There's Dude. No what do you do if you need to poop? Why are you talking about just peeing? Well, because well, you also... I don't use the poo in the middle of the night. I mean, that's just me, personally. I mean, really? You have to drink I, liquids never... all day. You yeah, can choose but... when you get to eat. But yeah, if you're so... thirsty, you're fucking thirsty. If you're pooing in the middle of the night, I might want to see some kind of a gastroenterologist. Well, saying. sometimes what you drink makes you poop. If you drink you, you, dirty you water... Say... Or coffee before in, bed. Yeah. They don't have dirty insane. water in Kentucky. What are you saying? That's a joke. Don't anyway, judge my I, I body habits. I derailed this and I apologize. No, it's so. okay. So, yes, you guys camping. are staying in a tent. Well, I don't know. Maybe we're going to bring Maybe. a tent. Okay. If there's other options, we'll take them. All right. <laughs> and by the way, just to reach back for a second, Ryan, I, I see you in your bottle comment, and yes, that is that is it's okay. I understand. People How do long? that. Been there, done that. Have t-shirts. Yeah. 
Yep. Oh, yeah, peeing in a bottle and throwing it out the window? No, no we're just keeping it aside to dump out the next morning so you don't want to get your ass out of bed because oh. it's cold and terrible out there. And hope nobody finds it. For reals. Awkward. <laughs> Depends on who they are. Fucking Clark so. Gable in your urine all over the place? Nope. Was it Clark Gable or somebody else? Who was the famous Hollywood star from the 50s that were famous for keeping jars with bodily fluids in the basement? It was Howard Hughes. Yeah. Howard Hughes, thank you, my bad. You're welcome. I knew that one, too. probably a bunch of them. I know you did. (laughs) I know you did, dear, because you listen to Rasputina. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that why? Okay. I I heard a lot of Rasputina. I had a friend who had one of their records. Was it Megan? (laughs) No. I have all of the records. Uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought it was good. I thought it was Uh, good. We we actually, uh, on the podcast last week, our friend from high school did a bunch of uh, album artwork for Rasputina. Oh, cool. Which is so weird when they pop up on Pandora. I'm like, oh, Ryan did that cover. I would just like it to be known that I introduced Ryan to Rasputina. Word. Also, my little brother used to listen to Third Eye Blind before he came to oh, Denton. Yeah. Before he saw the light? Yeah. And I was like, would you like to meet some of my friends? <laughs> <laughs> so that's how that happened. He might tell a different story, but he's wrong. Yeah, okay. John, I, I how, believe you. Thank you. <laughs> so how was your week? We're running a little long week. So we're going to continue with weeks, you think? <laughs> Who gives Nobody a shit? Okay, John, sure. your week. How did it go? Great. Otiana, how was your week? <laughs> <laughs> are dicks. Um, I was on. I was on dating the big D. It'll be out in a couple of months. It was a lot of fun. Do Do you want to say more about that? Because I, I feel like we should. Um. Well, I don't want to spoil it. Well, it was. It was a lot of fun because they're they they're all uh, very smart. They're so structured. Very structured. They have a plan. And I feel like I was the exact opposite type of guest that they wanted because my answer is, I think we're humorous, but it was just one part was funny when they asked a, a serious question about what you should do if uh, your friend had made out with somebody and then you want to make out with that same person your friend said it was okay. Should you do it? And I was like, hell yeah, you should do it. <laughs> I would be inclined to agree. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I, I that goes against bro code. Yeah, well, I, as I said, you can't call dibs on people for reals. <laughs> I feel like since bro, since bro code, code has been very so, mm, flexible. Yeah, I was but, gonna say. Right? Also, bro code's been you know, like the cause of so many great social movements so far <laughs> since humanity's <laughs> operation so far. Where bro were we before so succe- bro code? Right? Yeah. It's just chaos. The bro dark ages. So that's successful. where. And ensuring that women have equal access to all the things. <laughs> but I did say something smart on the podcast. Oh, that I that uh, I had no idea that was backed by science. Um, <laughs> so about Don't like really smart. Yeah. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> I didn't. I <laughs> I missed it. Now Are you going to want to edit that out? No. What'd okay. she say? What'd you say? What'd you say? I missed it. Really? That's smart. I'll, I'll She's hear cracking it. herself up right now. <laughs> Not just her. <laughs> well done. Well done, Emily. What's your? What was the thing? I uh, know. I'm now. I'm interested in what was so fucking funny. <laughs> she said. Well, I told you what she said. <laughs> yeah, you said it was really smart, and then you said later you found out it was it's back by science. <laughs> she said, "Well, what was it smart? Was it really smart? <laughs> no, it was, no, it was back by science. The, it was about like didn't you hear why, science? It was something about it men. Was so smart, he knew it before science knew it. That's how smart he is." To be, bring, to be serious, bring it was something about around. men not being emotional with other men or something. Or oh my god, I I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> Why I laugh like that? That's scary. Um, that was I'm trying to remember what I said. It was just something like I think that. Uh, 
Oh, um, fuck. What did I say? They were one of the one of the co-hosts said asked why is it that men when they're in relationships when they get out of relationships they get in an, into another relationship very quickly like with you know with women and i said oh well maybe they already they're already in the wings um and i forget it was something like why do men use women as their emotional support or something oh, like that oh there's a great meme about that have yeah seen, and have I you s- seen the, have you seen the one with like if there's that uh it's from, it's an anime clip like a screenshot and it's this anime student who's who's um studying english and the original image is like, is this a butterfly? As he's looking at a butterfly. And the um, modified one has captions all over it. And the caption is, for the butterfly, is a woman with, you know, minimal communication, a woman with, you know, reasonable communication skills or emotional intelligence. And then uh, it's, it's the guy saying, is this a therapist? And yeah, that sums up. The entirety perspective. Right I do there. want to point out that if I had a little buzzer, I'd buzz it right then. You can buzz it all you want, but the point of the battery <laughs> is men abuse the See, fact it's not just me interrupting who cuts other about people off. Oh I forget. It was a good. Ex- it was a great experience. But it was a lot of fun. You can't. I can't recall exactly what I said, but it was something about how men are uh, don't use other men for emotional support. They rely on females for that. Well, I don't know. Alpha I'm, one cannot wait. <laughs> but I think some hear. men do because then they they said there's there was a show you're that you're gonna start that out with, with the Lindsey Graham and you're gonna like trail off <laughs> yeah. of it. You're gonna carry it out. No, they're, they they uh, one of the co-hosts mentioned a show where there where uh, maybe maybe somebody's seen it. So there's like four dudes and they're and. They use sports to kind of connect emotionally to one another. And the first episode, one of them commits suicide. And they don't. Oh, this is a porno. I've seen no. it. No. <laughs> porno with suicide. The suicide part is the, is the hottest bit. And, uh, and they. Fucking dark. I, I said it. I said it. And they don't understand because their good friend, they didn't realize that, that they were struggling. Oh. Um, is this a Gillette commercial? <laughs> Probably. I think it was like a million pieces or something like that. Oh, this is- a million little pieces is a book, and it, it's not it, that. It's I mostly it's dentistry and. and, and Wait, what? <laughs> you know, James, a million pieces of James. Tea. And James I got Spray. my part one of a tattoo removal. Ooh, that's what I want. And it was hear a beautiful it, experience. I heard a lot of horror stories. Um, I did. I did a little bit of internet research. I found a place because there's actually a lot of spas. Like within like a two mile distance in my house, but they're all like rich lady spas, and they they advertise tattoo You're removal. Rich lady, but I was thinking it's probably like for <laughs> like tramp stamps that they wanted to get rid of. Um, so I went to the Eraser Clinic, which is like just a tattoo removal. Um, they had really good reviews, and they had a super duper laser where it like dissolves it from the inside out. And uh, <laughs> I went horrible. in for a, a free consultation. And I went in expecting it to be a lot, very painful, and it was not painful at all. And how long did it take? Like three minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm getting my little armband uh, uh, either hopefully all the way removed or enough removed after six sessions that I can get a tattoo over it. $859 for three minutes is pretty crazy. I know. I need to get into the tattoo removal business. It's an expensive <laughs> that is laser. Some get shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's from the 80s. What? That laser is not from the 80s. You have no fucking idea what you're talking about. Saying, take it like, back. Take it back. Take it back. No, this is space age fucking technology. It's, it's from the, the 2080s is what I meant. You're thinking so. of laser discs. Yeah. Why don't you calm down? Laser I meant from what? the future. 
I have never. All I've heard I is in my never. life. I just heard laser oh, cats. My. Sorry. I know this defeats the purpose of getting it removed, but will you please describe your tattoo you're getting rid of to me? I can show um, you a photo. I can, yeah, I have some photos. It's okay. So this is. It I looks wanted like to be a cool. wrought iron fence. Uh, when I was in high school, my parents got divorced, and my mom went through a wild phase, and she became friends with a tattoo artist that worked out of a barbershop in, in Garland. Garland. In a back alley. Back alley with, like... I was there. With topless nuns mm-hmm. on the walls yeah. and hooks from the ceilings. I don't know what the fuck was going on there. Suspensions. Yeah. More than mm-hmm. more than tattooing. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I like got, that people... Uh, suspensions are like a get-together kind of thing. Are, yeah, are you going to the suspension? I, I, I would think it'd be personal, but it's not. It's, yeah. <laughs> very, very, so very as a teen... Very like, next... As a teen, I got two tattoos. I got Ani DeFranco's tribal chest print oh. on my chest, which, which did not turn out well. Thinking about having I'm it removed. thinking about getting it removed. It did not turn out well because the design was a little off. And when I was in high school, I was pretty slim. You are, all, you I did are not still have very any slim. muscle definition at all in my chest area. Yeah. Now I have a little bit of definition, oh, and like my right side is stronger than my left side, so what was once centered is not centered He's anymore. right-handed. Or just, yeah, just oh. change hands, really saying. Just change See, hands. That's a masturbation joke. And yeah. the tattoo yeah. I'm getting removed is a gothic armband. It was like a gothic fence post, thinking of like the top of a fence post, then doubled over. Okay. Yeah. I was joking. I it's didn't realize that it was actually. What? <laughs> that's super weird. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yes. It was so goth. Yeah. <laughs> It's the art style, not the no, no, emo totally thing. Yeah, <laughs> bullshit. So I'm getting that removed. I'm gonna get a uh, Phoenix Firebird over it. Badass. So you're not having that removed. You're just gonna have it like over. I, w- I think I actually want to get it completely removed so that when I do, so that it's not a cover up. It's just a brand new tattoo. I don't want anything to kind of like. We Influence. have to do this to because the the armband itself doesn't go all the way around. It's really awkward. For the, for, I mean, for the chest. Oh, for the chest? Um, I kind of do want to get it removed. I think I'm over my Ani DeFranco what? chest phase. It's not. It's just not a good tattoo. It's, it's not. It's it's, it's beautiful on her. It's eight hundred fifty nine dollars a treatment. I'm in a transactional relationship. Well, <laughs> so I heard. <laughs> okay, well done, nicely. Um, I, I that's just, a that's an inside joke, guys. You can probably like. Yeah, if you listen to the last episode, which uh, that was not, not that did not make the episode. It was nope. after the episode. I haven't <laughs> listened to it, so I have no, no idea. <laughs> but I, I feel like you could save a bunch of money if you switched to Geico, and you also like <laughs> just get your tattoo over the old tattoo. You, that's it's not that easy, Megan. You have to have an extra talented. Because no, when I artist. this is what happened. I had an appointment uh, for Wednesday to get my cover up Phoenix tattoo, and I went in, and the tattoo artist looked at it because you know he had seen it before the tattoo before, but he hadn't looked up close to it. Is this the guy on Cedar Springs? Yes. Okay. And uh, he looked at it and he said, um, "I think you might need to get that uh, lasered off a little bit before we do it, because I don't think that the I don't think that the reds and yellows will completely cover it." Ooh. And I said, like okay. Paint? Maybe you need a primer. <laughs> <laughs> and well, I had another, because I had two different ideas. And the other idea, he was like, it, it wouldn't work for that space. And, you know, this guy knows what he's talking, talking about. Like, I trust him. I'm not yeah. going to. No, he's you know. done a good job so far. Yeah. And I, and I know $859, it sounds a lot. But, you know, that's an $859 lesson that I wish I'd known when I was 17, when I made a stupid decision that, you know. Well, I mean. 
tattoo. <laughs> it was great at the time, but the, the tattoo did not, I mean, it was not done professionally, which is why it did not hold up for 19 years. Wait a minute. It, it was, <laughs> what, when you get a tattoo now? at a barbershop in, in Garland, an it's not going to work well. In an alley in Garland. It's not going to work out. I came back here and I was like, where the fuck is Garland? And I didn't realize that I had been there before. Um, and also did not remember. I also still don't know where Garland is. Mm, OTN is falling asleep. We need to tell him. We need to ask him how, how, was your his, week? how his week was. Oh, no, Megan, you go right ahead. No, 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 no. It's you. It's no, all no, you. No, no, no. I think it's your turn. I, I don't remember. Go on. You remember things and no, stuff. No, I don't. Yes, you do. I only you remember sp- things from the 90s. You spent time with your engineer. Ooh. So you guys... Met. Let's just have some real talk here. (laughs) So you guys met the engineer. You've met him before. I have. But for the rest of you, I feel like I don't, and I know him because you you talk about him all the time. I'm not sure what's more fun (laughs) reference for that: the idea of him being your like genital engineer, (laughs) or the reference from what's that? Was that really great zombie movie with um, Rupert Everett in it? Oh God, it's what's it called with Rupert Everett? I think that's him. Some no. fine ass English dude, but anyway, I oh, mean, is Cillian Murphy? No. They're basically oh no, all he's Scottish, ass, right? No, he's not he's Irish. Irish. Warm bodies? God, same no, fucking. Close. No, it's it's not same actually. island, kind of. No, no, they're they're very far away, and <laughs> they're not. They're Ireland connected. is not actually in the UK. So, are you sure about that? I'm I'm positive. I lived there. Are you sure? Because I think that's why they're very upset with England still. No, Northern Ireland is part of the UK. Okay, well that's part of Ireland. Whoa, 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 Hoss, whoa! Help me whoa. out here. Yeah, that's <laughs> what. Then there's like serious fighting words, yo. Seriously, be careful with that one. Particularly, no. it's now. on the same landmass. Oh, well, okay, just no. Particular. Well, I mean, like, so okay. North Mexico, Korea and Korea are the same so place. Fucking Mexico, Mexico and, and the United States are still part of America. But girl, eat that, that's not motherfucker. A, America's not a political structure. You're talking about Ireland as a political structure, which is, which is no, no. I'm not. I'm actually time. talking about a fucking piece of land. Oh my god. Okay. okay. Moving right along. I better. I bet if I look up a world fucking map right now, Scotland better be on the opposite side of the fucking globe, Megan. I don't know. What I mean, I have never. What does that even mean? I have never. I have you to, never. You really need to You guys to are really going to be con- <laughs> confused whenever Luxembourg comes up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to Luxembourg. It was the shortest drive are I've ever sure taken. Are you sure you've been to Luxembourg? <laughs> Who knows? Have you been to the, the country? Mm-hmm. Luxembourg? Yeah. Okay. That's what they said. I mean, that's what the sign said. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's pretty close to me. Actually, uh... When I was drunk. That is like a, a ferry ride. It's really not. Scotland is like a ferry ride. Well, the no, point is that all those people belong to the queen. So yeah. that's the main thing. And Ireland does not. Okay, you're they right. They belong to the Pope. You're right. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, you're no, right. But, you're right, I, Megan. I, I, I take queen? it back. You're right. I don't know my geography, but it's still... Yeah, there's literally like oh, there's, there's like literally a terrorist period in England, you know, time of troubles. I'm not IRA, talking to stuff. you right now. I mean, it, no. it's, not right even, now. it's not even over. In fact, Brexit is yeah. uh, inflaming yeah. that whole... You know, Emily. Yeah, the borders are a huge... It's a big huge deal now, right now because <laughs> Ireland is part of the EU and Northern Ireland is not, or they... Or they were, and they don't want to be because they're part of England and all of that business. Here's here's my hot topic. <laughs> anyway, uh, I like that collective laugh that you guys did. It was very weak. I was forced. I was trying. I was being anyway, nice. <laughs> the hell were we talking about here? I don't. The engineer, know. the yeah. genital engineer, and there's also some yeah. movie I can't think of that had a really excellent. Oh yeah, the machinist. <laughs> no, not yeah. the machinist. No, not that one. No, no. he was. 
<laughs> it's about the comedy. Uh, it's a comedy zombie. thing. Where, yeah, and this guy, he's he, uh, Sean this, of the Dead. No, Sean of the Dead. No, this one old lady keeps thing. calling him the engineer. When in reality, he's like the Night's Watch for the graveyard, and he has to make sure no one, none of the zombies at oh, the graveyard hop out. Sean of the Dead. And he has no, the same girlfriend one. who dies like ten times throughout the film. Keeps coming back as a zombie. Is that, is that, is that from the eighties? Nineties. And he has this one, and he, has, he tries to find the outside world, but it's actually the edge of the universe, and his talent's the only thing in the universe. It's very surreal. Anyway, point of the matter is, it's a great engineer reference, but no one's going to get it. So good. Yeah. It was so, so good. Continue. I don't even get it. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm involved, and I have no idea Just your genitals. <laughs> That's not true, actually. I do like this dude. Like, if I want to get banged out, Ew. I can... Doubt. I can leave, out. I can leave my neighborhood... And I can find a dude that's straight and get banged out. There are a but, lot of straight people in this fucking neighborhood. Okay, I want to say, Otano, is this gentrification when we're at Bacon Church today? Well, <laughs> is um, this what gentrification looks like, Otano? A restaurant like place. that? I, I, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, uh, so I, anyway. I asked if they could make me a regular waffle, and, they, and she nope. was really... <laughs> she said no? Yeah. I realized I had said the wrong thing. <laughs> regular. I like, I, I've embarrassed myself. Meaning not gay. Can no, I have a no. not gay <laughs> waffle, not please? made of, of, of free-range chicken. Oh. Oh. Yeah, my waffle was, was like I a little... Like it was really good, but it was chicken. just like a tiny little triangle of a waffle. Like, where's the rest of the fucking waffle? Well, it was called the waffle dumpling. Well, no, she, not she, much. No, she explained no, it, it was. during our initial... Yeah, you were not uh, listening. That was did she mention that it was like a teeny tiny little... Well, yeah, she said yeah. it's like a she quarter did. of... A, it's like the quarter of it. And she's like, so you can get four and you can yeah. have an actual goddamn She did waffle. say that. Yeah. So I was it like, was yeah. very good. I liked the restaurant. Okay. Loved, the re- loved the restroom. Excellent. Liked the our dude bro neighbor that kept on playing with his cock the entire breakfast. Oh my God, that was ridiculous. <laughs> that was weird. I didn't turn around. I felt what? like I would... He was right obvious. to your left. You could just look out of your, it was your corner three. of your eye. It was your nine o'clock. Just wait until you get home. Yeah. He was you just tugging and tugging. And yeah. Maybe he had an STD. I don't know. Maybe he had a particularly rough uh, usage. <gasps> yeah, sometimes that happens sometimes and the tip gets really sore. Yeah. Sometimes, it's usually the, the, the pubis area fall up grinding on other pubises. Did your... Did your did, <laughs> <laughs> I can't gonna, wait to get back to my your, week. Penis yeah, lips say, ever do, get like... Can we just... After we're, we're gonna a skip rough right session gets get really right like Megan's week swollen, like you get lip injections. To Megan's week is fine. Anyway, so... so penis lips? Yeah, your penis has lips, kind of, doesn't it? Yeah, because the hole's the mouth. Yeah. Shy halud. Megan, how was your week? Well, I'm I'm gonna ask you guys how it was. Yeah, apparently. So Talk okay, the so this, there's the engineer. You've met him before. You guys just met him now. Love I, him. I met him I like at him. the. You do when you, when you invited me to do this. He was there, right? So that, that's the same mm-hmm. same dude. Yeah, yeah. You've met. Him. You yes. have also met him. Yeah. I forgot about that. And you were there. He yes. was at the. Um, well, she was at. So I've met him twice before because he was there two with, times. Yeah. Yes. So I think he's pretty fantastic. He's a good conversationalist. I think so Otino too. and him they they taught the entire breakfast. I mean, Otino is pretty good about making conversation with just about anybody. You could make a conversation with uh, Billy Graham, Mitch McConnell. Yeah. I, I I could <laughs> if I was somehow forced to do so at gunpoint. Yes, I could. You would. You're that skilled socially. <sighs> but anyway, so I like this dude. I think he's pretty solid. He's had a, a long vetting process. This has been since... Uh, I've never dated a dad before, really. Cool. Uh, when I say really, I mean like like literally. <laughs> Not just dad bods, <laughs> but actually a dad. Yeah, no, he's got a dad bod and he is actually a so dad. you know his plumbing works. 
He's oh. fertile. Oh, his plumbing is... Well, he snipped. Oh, perfect. I know. Oh. Tell me about it, right? <laughs> so I'm just going to go ahead and keep taking the night gum because that's not for the... <laughs> Do you remember night gum? I don't know what happened. <laughs> Who was here for night gum? I was there for night yeah. gum. I remembered it. You remember what night gum is, right? <laughs> tell so, the story again, though. Okay. So, for, tell it for Emily and Ryan. <laughs> okay. Here, here it goes. So um, so we were going to bed one. So I've been seeing this dude since like the end of October. and But but because he's a dad and, you know, he goes out of town on business and all this bullshit. Uh, like I get to see him like once a week, maybe once every two weeks. It depends or meant, you know, whatever. So, uh, we were going to bed one night and I reached over and I went to get like one of the birth control pills. And he says, is that night? <laughs> is that night gum? What? <laughs> night gum. Which is exactly what I said. <laughs> what? <laughs> he said, is that, you snorted. That's that good. Is that night gum? What is that? What, is, what even? Uh, that's not even a thing. It's well, not a thing. <laughs> well, it's, it's it's when you really want gum in your hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the gum, or you it's just want to. I want to get a haircut, but I'm not brave enough to go yeah. without a prompt. Yeah. So, so I took the night gum and I was like, "What? <laughs> go to sleep." <laughs> so then we, you know, later in the evening we did. But I like him. I think he's pretty great. And, uh, Do you think he's lying about the whole vasectomy thing? <laughs> is that why you're taking the no. night gum? <laughs> no. No, no, the night gum is independent of him. Oh, okay. I've, yeah. I've been taking that for for other reasons. There Fuck. are oh, many other reasons. Twenty six yeah. years. Wow, yeah. it's a long time. Yep, a long time. <laughs> anyway. you, have you thought of any other forms? Yeah, so so um, a big a popular thing right now is, is the uh, ring that you stick up there. No, I don't think they do. Do they do that anymore? Yeah, because they still do it. Yeah, he's very yeah. Ryan. He's got very one. Sure of it. Yeah, I don't have one. No, yes. so would, I hear from he still friends. has one around his penis. So that, no. that sometimes they can someone feel left it. One, someone left one in my apartment. <laughs> it just fell out. I, I still have it. Okay, that was one of the concerns I had. Was like, wait, hold on. First of all, I have to put my fingers in my vagina, all the way up there. Two, will it come out? Never on the person's penis. Yeah, they can feel oh. it though. I heard oh, you they can about feel the, the, it because if it does, I want my ring. money back. Yeah. Ring. Okay. Okay. Best. I have a great new ring story. Yeah. Please. Wow. You sure? I think Please. any Nuva Ring story is going to be a pretty good. This is a podcast about Did it Nuva did Ring it latch story. on like a fish hook? So, I'm going to I'm going to start this with saying this has happened to me before, but this is the best storytelling I've ever heard about it before. I was in Afghanistan, I was in Afghanistan or some other field op. Basically, I was in a tent. I like where this adjacent is going. Adjacent to another tent in the middle of nowhere with a bunch of marines hanging out talking shit or whatever. And um, I'm, you know, sitting there reading or whatever and in the in the tents are pretty close together so in the next tent I hear these two guys talking as these two like you know hardcore infantry like manly man 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 bro grunt types and this one guy's making his rack and his buddy's like hey, man what the fuck is this and I, I can't see what they're doing I can just hear this in our conversation he's like oh uh, that's uh, that's my stuffed animal he goes, what the, what the fuck are you got to stuff the animal for? Me? What the fuck's up with this shit? What's this childish ass, babyish, motherfucking, <laughs> I mean, basically, right? Yeah. This guy's like, nah, dude, I, I, you can try to make fun of me all you damn want, but I can guarantee you that is the best goddamn stuffed animal ever, and there's no way you can shame me for that shit. Man. There's <laughs> no way it's not going to happen. He's like, what the fuck you mean, man? He's like, so <sighs> my girl and me were you know, going at it one last time before I left to come out here, right? 
doing our thing, doing our thing, going at it, and it's real good, and it's real good. And all of a sudden, I feel something, like I, like I, like I feel something on me. And I'm stuck, right? And, 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 I, and I pull out, and there's this fucking ring around my dick, man. It just like, Nightmare. It, it, it just got stuck there. And I asked Bryce, she's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's my new ring. That's why we can rock it bareback and stuff. And it's cool. And he's just like, oh, okay, well, I mean, do I, do oh. I get a prize or something? Oh. <laughs> and she reaches up onto her mantle and hands him a fucking stuffed Get animal. Stuffed animal. <laughs> and, just, and she's oh, like, man. well, I guess you do. And so he took it to Afghanistan with him. And the dude did not talk shit about that stuffed animal again for the rest of the uh, fucking deployment. Fucking amazing. <laughs> he won it fair and square. Goddamn right he did. And so ever since then, I've been like low-key mad that I didn't get a prize if I ever get a ring around. One day you're going to get a prize. You will. So yeah, guys, new rings are awesome gonna happen for you good stuff so anyway i don't want to fucking nuva ring because it comes off on people's dicks <laughs> and, then you, and then you have to stop uh, stuffed animals and you have to, and you have to start so giving away your shit and yeah, i have no yeah, stuffed animals because yeah, yeah. i ate them like all vcr <laughs> right i got i'm not gonna give away my vcr well i mean you don't have one but i mean <laughs> i won't if i give it away right so uh and the, you know and there's the also the what is it the morena right where it's like a it's a like a like a teeny tiny grappling hook and it goes in your uterus. That sounds fun. Like they no, put it in there and it grips to the sides of your uterus. No. No, I was just breathing. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I did. So what? Yeah. Yeah. No. And it like it grips onto it and then you have to you have to go to the doctor to get it put in and then you have to go to the doctor to get the doctor to like fucking take it out. I'm not going to fucking do that. I mean, you could just pick at it, probably. (laughs) 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 But isn't there also the one that you can get injected into your arm? Is that the one that they found out started causing cancer? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Cemetery man. Nobody does that one anymore. It was Rupert Everett. <gasps> that one had nudity in it. I think I masturbated to it once because there was a dick. You because, uh, masturbated to Cemetery Man? Yeah, because they're, they're dicks goth in it. Bitch. It, is, it is Rupert Everett. And it is I, Rupert I, Everett. It is, it is, it is the whole thing. Yeah. Probably just the one part. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, P.S. Long story long, I, I take night gum. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's not the only thing that happened in my week. I also went to work and I made some pizza. With some seeds in it, it was yeah, fantastic or whatever. Seeds in it, yeah. It's a it's a it's a high fiber pizza crust that I developed because my doctor said you have high blood pressure and I'm gonna pick you off your medications if you don't lower it. And I was like, I've got to lower this immediately. Yeah. So, fiber's good for high blood pressure. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Metamucil oh, yeah. that metamucil that shit <laughs> makes you. Makes you poop. I'm very curious about the biology and or chemistry behind why high fibers go for blood pressure. I'll have to look that up. I'm curious. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. If you like. <laughs> and it makes you poop. This uh, this podcast is too sensitive for that. Sort oh, of yeah, thing. totally. But, anyway. Yeah, a lot of people don't like the dirty. Went to work, blah, 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 blah. I, went, I made some pizza and cheese, pe- cheese pizza and dicks. The end. Did you put How the dicks it? on the cheese pizza? No. Or? Okay, good. He's gluten free. What does that have to do with his dick on, his, on, on your pizza? Well, you he, get, he wouldn't fuck a, a yeah. regular pizza. So he would yeah. only that, fuck a gluten free. None of that porn exactly. site big sausage pizza has to be gluten free. Yeah, you Got don't. You. you don't want to get any gluten on it. You know, <laughs> you don't know right. what happens. You don't want to put any gluten in your dick mouth. No. Shy <laughs> halud. <laughs> How was your week? Tell us about your week, please. Um, please. Yes. 
Actually, I must stop saying Shai Halud because that would involve two slits. Anyway, what? It's a reference know. that only like, three people out there get. But I'm gonna keep on making it because none I don't of them care. at this table. Exactly. Um, so that said, this week has been eventful insofar as uh, my progression in my paramedics classes. I grow closer and closer to completion. I should be finished by the end of the month. I had one of my three exams this past Saturday and did well on it, which was super fucking exciting. This is the one I was the most freaked out about. Um, so now it's smooth sailing, eh? I wouldn't say smooth. I still have to study, but I don't have to like rack my brain and freak the fuck coast. out. Just coast down that hill. No, if I start coasting, I'm going to fail just just by you know <laughs> the gods going, <laughs> fuck you, or something like that. There so, aren't any gods. No, the fuck you gods. Yeah, exactly. The fuck you gods definitely exist, Megan. All the rest may not, but the fuck you gods it's definitely exist. It's just science. Exists. You're talking about science. Just say <laughs> yeah. science. Science is science is the fuck you gods? Yeah, Probability. You know <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Murphy is a science. Scientist. Yeah, Murphy's law. <laughs> Murphy is a dude. Law. It's just science. <laughs> All is right. Mur- is, is Murphy a dude? Yes. Yes. Really? Murphy Brown isn't. That's a good point. That, 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 I mean, that's a, that was actually, the arguably, joke. it's not the... That was the joke of the 90s TV show, is that Murphy like gets to... It's like fucking who's the boss? Who's the boss? It's Angela. That's a joke. Because <laughs> she's also a lady. For, let's also not forget like why Murphy Brown ended, though. Low key. Because she was the boss. Well, no, because Les Moonves literally got rid of that show. Oh, so but it's back. I haven't seen it. Uh, well, I don't think anybody's seen it. Go yeah. on. I love Murphy Brown. When it was and designing women. Funny. Anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> fuck that guy. Um, right, my week. School stuff. Nothing personal or exciting going on, just school stuff. Um, discovering what it's like to be a white cloud. Mm. Um, yeah, right? The, the only thing I can really say that I'm white about uh, <laughs> is... I always thought of you as a white cloud. Oh, I... No. Just floating around. Oh, so sweet. Weightless. You're, you're definitely a black cloud, Megan. Taking all of my data and keeping it. <laughs> Some of that sex joke. I just I don't know what to do with my digital data. I actually store all of your cloud data, Megan. That is what I do. Well, I, I, God, I am your got personal to. cloud. So basically, when you're talking about EMS calls and stuff, because I'm still doing calls as part of my clinical thing, is um, you got to be a white cloud or a black cloud. A white cloud, you know, obscure. <laughs> I don't like this at all. No, it's a it's a it's a weather thing. Okay, calm down with the racial animosity for once. <laughs> their job. Yeah, relax. We'll get Whereas to it later. A white cloud may. <laughs> You know, somewhat, it may cover the sun, and the sun is the thing. It's, it's a clear day. You may see the occasional white cloud, or it may obscure the sun of the calls you get to go and, you know, save people's lives or whatever, and so on. So if you want calls, having a white cloud in your shift is nice because, hey, you know, it's nice and easy sailing, and maybe a little bit of shade every now and again, and it's okay, and shade in the nice way, not in the, like, you know, throwing your shade kind of way. <laughs> black cloud brings fucking thunderheads and crazy and rainstorms and like you know five person MVCs and decapitations and fucking like problematic sight calls. Ooh, and shit. did you get a decapitation? I have not gotten a decapitation. The, the worst I've gotten cloud. as far as yeah, exactly. I as thought that as, yeah, decapitation. I thought that'd be like a white cloud because that's it, also pretty not cut much and dry. To it. You show it's up like, like, oh, they're dead, and you go, yeah, home. that's you true. Just pick them up, and Ooh, that's take a them good away. Point. That is very true. That's a more, very good. Amputation would be an issue. Decapitation would not be a big issue. As big of an issue. Limb transport's kind of important. I hope this is a decapitation. Because <laughs> I'm off in 15 minutes. And that's one of the things I try to avoid saying on calls, because that's kind of rude. But I, hope it's a near I mean, to whom, actually, is it rude? Who knows? Well, Nobody. If, if they're dead, they don't care. Did paramedics <laughs> clock in and clock out? 
or are you salaried? Um, I personally am not salaried because I am still oh, you have to clock student. In. It's it's definitely a um, your uh, most places you aren't on for twelve or twenty four hours. One of the two. God, that's so long. Yeah, I always so, kind of question that because it's like okay, so if you want the person to be on the job and you know be able to be, be able to focus on things and be alert and aware, why the fuck do you have them working twelve yeah. and twenty four yeah. hours? Yeah, I have a question about this. So, I, I had a, a, a friend who worked in a hospital in the emergency room, and she told me. That because of the long hours and because of the shorthandedness, occasionally they would have to call somebody in who was maybe, you know, in the middle of their weekend and a little bit intoxicated. And there was something called a banana bag or a golden bag. Banana bags. Which is like basically they would give you uh, to basically to sober you up or deal with your hangover or whatever so that you can start work. It's like an IV of fluids or something. So I never got to one to explain of those. all of that. In short, it's not a myth, right? This um, number real? one, it's not technically a myth, but it's definitely not something to be sanctioned by the official policy of that organization. It'd be something that, like, um, no one would actually sneaky. talk about it's in public. Banana be bag of, is not exclusively for intoxicated no, employees. No, a banana bag is basically um, potassium. It, and, exactly, it's and potassium and a bunch of other electrolytes. Saline. Um, and yeah, it, it's a saline base, and potassium is is why they. Call it banana bag because it has a high in potassium, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It is good for people that are um, uh, dehydrated and/or lacking electrolytes, so it can be a good hangover remedy. But generally, any kind of crystallized solid or sorry, crystalloid f- f- uh, fluid would help. Be it just normal saline or um, uh, lactated ringers or whatever else. Uh, but it wouldn't necessarily fix the hangover, but it would fix the dehydration, mm-hmm. and um, it wouldn't necessarily change the rate at which your body metabolizes the alcohol. It's not like Thorazine for a freaking... It wouldn't like sober you up. Yeah, it wouldn't necessarily sober you up, but the hydration would help you if you were hungover. Mm-hmm. Um, it would keep you from getting a very angry headache. Yeah, exactly. One so, of my, my friends back when I was drinking, he would... Uh, Whenever he got too drunk, he'd find cocaine and do that. <laughs> that also helps with the depressive effects, and that's a thing. But the point of the matter being, in doing that, it would definitely not be something that would be sanctioned by whatever organization. Maybe something that somebody might do if they had to work because they were that shorthanded. Mm-hmm. It definitely would still be frowned upon. Definitely not something anybody would do. Yeah, I would imagine there's a lot of sort of like legal implications. Yeah, yeah. It, because it, technically they'd still blow as being a point oh whatever, or they'd still have trace amounts of whatever drug in the system. They still be qualified. So it wouldn't be like wouldn't be like an intoxication thing, but more of a hangover thing. Yes. Yeah, the only thing that's going to fix intoxication to that degree, as but far as whatever else you've never seen anything like this ha- actually happen. I've never seen, well, when I was in the Marine Corps, I saw it happen. Oh, okay. When it's like, hey, Doc, I've got to go to work. To, uh, a Doc is in Corman. Mm-hmm. I've got to be at formation in so-and-so hours, or I've got to do something today. Could you drop in my room and give me a banana bag? And that's something that you could, if you knew the Corman or slid him a little cash on the side, he might mm-hmm. do for you. But it wasn't, again, it's not an official thing. It's not, people don't go around casually tossing in IVs and fluids, you know, onto folk, uh, just as like a... Um, uh, standard issue treatment thing because you got to go to the fucking BAS or hospital or clinic to, to do that kind of thing. The other I, thing I was going to ask about is the phrase hard stick. As in someone who has difficult veins to access. Yes. yes. Mm. It is. And I have met <laughs> old yeah. folks, uh, diabetics, morbidly obese people, uh, chemo patients, heroin addicts, heroin addicts, all those people are going to be hard. Or just some people just have smaller, deeper, or more difficult to access, or more flatter veins. Mm-hmm. Uh, people that have uh, hypotension or dehydrated, all those could be hard sticks. I have so a soft sticks. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You're, yeah. you're easy I mean, to basically, get I can, I'm easy I can to look get at you in. right now mm-hmm. and tell you that. Um, eh, I think I'm a pretty easy no, stick. No, no, no. You're not too bad. I can throw a tourniquet on there and get things popping. But look at, look at mine, OTNL. 
Look at mine. Oh, you're an easy stick. <laughs> I'm an easy Megan, stick. Megan, I've already, I've already stared at your arms. You're, you're a hard stick. It's Am a, I? Yes, you are. I've, that's, uh, okay. My oh. mom's a hard stick, too. Hmm. And she was sick. Like, she had just bruises all It's because I'm such a prude. Because they, can, they had trouble getting the IV in. It's not always necessarily that list of things like gave. You can just be, that's like, the way so your body is. how many times will you stick somebody before you go, oh, they're a hard stick, I need somebody Where else? You, before you say uncle. Technically, <laughs> if you are trying to stick somebody and you've tried twice, twice, then you should defer yeah. to either someone else who's more talented or somebody who can use a sonogram. Are you are you good vein. at getting the hard sticks? Are you uh, good at sticking? I'd say I'm like seventy percent. I need I need, need a lot more practice. Okay. I, I need to work on my IV skills. I you can, can get, practice on me. Do you really want me to stick needles in you over and over and over again, John? Sure. Yeah, there needs to be a payoff. Just, yeah, like, I was you know, going to say. You should yeah. at least start a heroin habit. But then again, John's in a tra- transactional relationship, so it should be yeah. a big of a deal. Yeah. We'll, we'll work something out. Yeah, but that being deal. said, I'd say I'm, I'm like 70%. I need practice. Hmm. Hard sticks are still a pain in the ass for me. Somebody's got clear <laughs> ropes all over their, va- all over their arms. Yeah. I like it. I see where that's going. John's really excited yeah, yeah. about this. Hard, but, sticks. hard you know, sticks are still a pain in the ass for me. That's a gay joke. That's what you text. literally just said. I left it, it out know? there just for you, John. Yeah. Like just for you. Mm-hmm. Set up. Mm-hmm. Swish. Leave that ass out. Nicely mm-hmm. done. <laughs> like toss some crumbs every now and again. <laughs> Alley oop. Is it break time? I yeah, think it's probably. Yeah. <laughs> no, then this show should be over because it's Jesus. an hour and 25 minutes. Yeah. Well, too late. We haven't had topics yet, John. Yeah, it's going to have to be a short uh, topic. Also, no one listens, so <laughs> that wasn't recorded. That that was good. Well, well you know, hey, but there's always time to record also authentic, which mm-hmm. is what makes it. Everybody knows we're super authentic on this podcast. <laughs> well, I mean, we're too lazy. Brought to you by. Oh, we're too lazy to edit, so <laughs> we <laughs> must be. That would, you, that, you'd be calling me Les, Leslie. <laughs> lazy. Oh, because you were going to say I'm lesbian, a, and I was going to be very yes, lesbian. <laughs> So sticky. Um, what? Uh, this. Okay. I don't like it. Oh. Like I don't like fuzz balls and this. Like I've got to keep my uh, my tattoo that I'm getting removed yeah, wrapped for, record, for three days. John's referring to a set of um, self adhesive. Yeah. yeah. Wrap and I hate it because it's like sticky. Bodily fluid he's conjured up in the last ten minutes. You guys missed a wonderful conversation that we were having. Well, we can segue right into it really easily. Actually, I don't remember what what was it? You weren't you weren't present for it, which is why it was great. Burn. Not as good as a certain other burn earlier. Keep that going. A burn that I missed. I'm gonna have to find it later. Oh no. For sure. <laughs> Please, no. We had a running no. joke of like uh, Mitch McConnell this having the, sex with his wife. This is the Southern no. episode. And Mitch McConnell be, cause you know, you know Mitch McConnell, how he talks. Yeah. And we oh. say that he would say, pusher. Get your <laughs> pusher over so here. Anyway, we also joke that he's, he's a turtle and that would that eat pussy like a turtle. Have you ever seen a <laughs> turtle eat because like a strawberry? John, John is the expert yeah. on eating pussy. <laughs> yes. I did it once for a second and I was like, I don't like yeah, it. I don't, like it. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Well, at least you tried. I tried. You know, he did, you know. You know? Sure. I was like, no. Uh, the old college. The only, the only way to know is to experience. Well, I just, I knew. When, uh, the only time I ever wanted to be near that close to a vagina was when I was bored. So good, so good. Lick, lick, and that's no. ended. You didn't even get a choice then. I know. It was just like, here I go. I didn't choose to be bored. Down the chute. So so who's uh, who's going to start out here? Because I don't have one. You said there was a good segue. I mean, the, the segue is... 
it's been utterly like burned and or like fall off a cliff, much like Sigmund's desire. Mashed Force it. Point. We're talking about Force podcasting it. and how it can create communities. Yes, sure. And, I and was, the pros and cons of that. Yes. And along those lines, thank you, John. That's an excellent setup. Um, I've been reading a lot about something I've noticed for a while. Um, and actually, we'll, we'll start with the, the – the, the, um, we'll go big, small than big. So was, <laughs> yes, we'll gradually stretch and work our way up to the bigger sizes, John, because you don't want to go straight for the big one right away. You've got to work your way up to when it, you tease your, when, really, you, when you yes. get into anal sex, that you, only, do, you it's, start it's little. It's the only exactly. kind way to go. Exactly. <laughs> Get a lot of lube. Take your time. Start. Small. I say just punch that hole. <laughs> well, do you? I, I can't. <laughs> no, I don't. I only say that was bullshit. Thank I don't that. say Thank that. Thank you, Ryan. John, John doesn't like call him on that. Because yeah, yeah, no one actually. John doesn't nah. like the anal sex. Yours? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Not anyway. yours. Oh, it's way stretched. Only on birthdays and Christmas. So speaking of <laughs> forms of sexual Sometimes interaction, that, that the mainstream media is not super excited about showcasing. Um, as we all know, Tumblr recently decided to remove all of their pornographic content, which was noteworthy not just because it is you know a kind of enforcement of um, American and or U.S. standards of what constitutes quote normal sexuality and or gender norms on the rest of the broad internet, given that uh, Tumblr is not just doesn't just have um, user space in the U.S. But that also Tumblr was, in case you weren't aware, a um, very unique outlet via um, or medium via which uh, people of a variety of not necessarily showcased or uh, or people in the margins as far as sexuality. If you were a furry, if you were into um, furry people, if you were into... Um, rosebuds, yeah, rosebuds, I'm, or small people. Or I'm not a furry, in, but I am furry. There you go. If, if, you're, if you're into bears, <laughs> if you're into otters, if you're into very specific uh, uh, niche or uh, um, uh, porn or niche gender expression or whatever else, if you were trans, if you were, uh, if you were, um, I, 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 I'm not trying to go through the entire list right now. But as far as if you wanted to find something that catered to your taste sexually, and it didn't involve things like children. Even though there was some out there, but that would get quashed pretty that's, quickly. That's that's what they that's the excuse. They and use. that was and that was their excuse was that okay, uh, but but you used to be able to find that on Tumblr in great number, and their excuse was well to get rid of all this kitty porn, we're going to remove all the porn. So there were a number of people that were literally making their living off of you know in, in a very OnlyFans and or other um, uh, niche oh, and or. Yeah. Um, for fans only and all yeah, fans. Yeah, exactly. In sites that nature, it's they would have Tumblr sites. It, was, it would affect sex workers. It would affect just people to know that, hey, I'm not the only person that's into this particular thing. There are sane, successful people that are into this particular thing. It's okay to be into this particular thing. But all of that got removed wholesale uh, towards the end of last year. Um, and I was reading articles that were discussing how, yeah, they did a pretty good job of eliminating all of that stuff, but there's still so much fucking alt-right content on Tumblr. It's kind of insane. All the Nazis are still out there. All the MRAs are still out there. All the massagers are still out there. I mean, basically, they did an excellent job removing all the porn, which was, you know, to protect the children. But, um, you know, you can do, if you do searches for outright racial slurs, you're not going to get a lot of hits. But if you do searches for every single other term any sane person on that whack job spectrum would use, like, um, what's the cool Hitler number again? 1480 or 1840, whatever mm-hmm. the hell it is. Uh, I don't remember. I have intentionally forgotten about most of the stuff. But the point is, there are certain code words you can put in that'll just not even bring up sites that are like, oh, yeah, hey. 
we're all about like protecting our future. It's like, no, women, get out there and make sure you make babies to make more white babies. And like, like that stupid frog or whatever. Yeah, the, not even just the frog. Dog the frog is tame compared to some of the shit you will find. 1480, that's what it is, my bad. Um, um, it was a Compared trick. to what you would find you if you look for, for some of this stuff. We know you're into Nazis now. 1480? It's, it's, it's like an AM station. And it's also, <laughs> I've forgotten the it's rationing of why this is a number No, it's Nazis not like. an accident. It couldn't possibly be. I've forgotten the reason why it's number Nazis like off the top of my head. My but I could, I could research it back to you if you'd like. To that and so it the station or be. the number? The station. There's a very it can't big be a... No, oh maybe Oh my God, isn't. you're making me look this up. Okay, just to prove my point. Go ahead. Because there is a particular number that Nazis get very excited about and I can't remember what it is. I'll explain it to you and then you can go, oh, and we can talk about something else because it's a thing. What else is there to talk about? But the point I'm trying to make is that Tumblr has become a cesspool or it has been for a while a cesspool of that sort of 1488 so, there you go and there, the famous 14 words we must okay here we go what is it? So, nine <laughs> since you asked the exact quote is, uh, according to urban dictionary and this is what i was looking for earlier um it's uh, a white supremacy encryption for the 14 words we must secure the existence of our people and a future for white children it's a phrase co- coined by george lincoln rockwell founder of the american nazi party 88 is the eighth number of the uh, of the alphabet ergo 88 hh hal hitler etc if you oh. see anybody with a 1488 oh. tattoo or oh, if you look for 1488 on tumblr or on twitter big surprise you're encounter a shitload of fucking nazis that's super dumb it is super dumb but that's it's a thing I didn't so, realize there was a U.S. specific. Like, there, there's a whole bunch. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, arguably, a lot of uh, um, one of the forgotten histories of Nazis, not to get too distracted, is that prior to um, World War II officially going cray cray, there was a large number of American Nazis that were a viable political party that were very excited about being loudly American Nazis. I mean, when you when you call it World War II, it's already gone cray cray because it's the second one. Okay. When Hitler came to power and started invading countries mm-hmm. that were not in any way had, had nothing. You know, Charles Lindbergh was a Nazi yeah. sympathizer. As was Henry Ford. As what was a whole. As bullshit? was as was fucking Prescott Bush. There's a list. I said oh, yeah. that when we went on our Prescott eighth grade. Bush, he uh, got in trouble. Yeah, we went to our eighth grade school trip to the to Washington D.C. and we went to the Museum of Science and Industry, and I was like, uh, Charles Lindbergh was a Nazi sympathizer, and my teacher was like, Who told you that? Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. thing. But anyway, she, she my, my, my point is that. Um, uh, they're not doing anything to crack down on the. They're, not, they're doing jack and fuck all to crack down on that. But it's, it's not just Tumblr. This is a problem on the internet at large. Twitter mm-hmm. has been doing jack and fuck all to counteract their Nazi issues. Facebook um, kind of has, but they got a lot of shit for no, it. No, no, no. Don't give Facebook. That's any I'm not credit. giving them any fucking credit. And I would even argue that um, YouTube has been among the worst of them because nowadays, if you're basically like. Uh, two clicks away from from, uh, from gateway alt right bullshit content. Everybody from everybody's favorite Ben Shapiro to Joe Rogan, who's not outright Nazi himself or outright himself, but sure as hell seems to have a lot of folks on the show that are super adjacent to a lot of that. Yeah, stuff. he's I don't know what to make of him. He's uh, sometimes him. I'm like, oh, I kind of agree with that, and other times I'm like, what the fuck, you're crazy. Listen to his hot take on the Gillette commercial and see what you think about that. I I can already I can already guess that I'm not going to agree with that hot this take. This is my point. So all I'm saying is <laughs> that the degree to which the um, the communities we're talking about earlier being built on the internet are being effectively co opted by a lot of corporations, not necessarily. Either A, curating their content to be worried about all the kinds of things that they themselves are worried about, not necessarily the kinds of things that vulnerable populations are worried about, or curating their content for the things that get clicks because they cause controversy, 
and not understanding that, that the controversy, that, that, that the actual content of the controversy itself is also a concern, which is the essence of the YouTube problem, where if you post some wacky fucking alt-right video that has a storm of crazy in the, co- in the, in the comments, be it people pro or con or whatever else, that's going to increase its likelihood of being shown to somebody else. This is the who Streisand to, effect. Exactly. Uh, or, or something, it's adjacent to that, but it's, it's more, it's less generated by overall uh, people's interest as the algorithm is exclusively coded to increase right. um, uh, uh, visibility of things that it thinks will keep you on the site because they want to show you more ads. Right. So as a result, there's this, creep, uh, 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 this creeping mass of um, controversial content that tends to be swung more to the political right end of the spectrum. There's effectively, effectively indoctrinating more and more people to be like, hey, this is actually a viable point of view. It's tough because you don't know... Uh, so is the answer... Ignore it till it until it goes away. Don't give it power by giving it attention. Or and then there's the argument. Well, if you do that, it can still gain. It can you know fester under the surface. I think there's uh, there's other paths a, that are kind of middle paths there. Because, it's a combo, right? Yeah, you gotta I mean, ignore mm-hmm. it when you can, and then. Well, not just ignore, because if you ignore it and still allow it to exist, that's one thing. I mean, Alex Jones is rapidly dwindling in his in his actual viability due to him being yeah, deplatformed well, across the board. His legal battle is going to be his undoing. He's fucked. But this is the thing: is a lot of these um, the, the heads of these corporations are equating threat to things like, oh, let's keep our children safe. But the, to things that are explicit threats to people that aren't in their same social group or class right, right. aren't assessed by them as threats. So unless the government leans on them, that's not going to happen. And their users don't particularly seem to care very much, or at least not the users of color or women or minorities or whatever else. So as far as they're concerned, it's not a problem. So until either the government steps in, good luck with this current administration, or enough people choose to get vocal about how fucked the platforms are, this trend will continue. We're going to keep yeah, on I mean, festering the kind of shit that's Right now is the perfect time because well, the government is furloughed. Yeah, I mean, I honestly don't know what the answer would be because I kind of do not want the government involved in it at all. The government has been involved in making a lot of this stuff, so why not involve yeah. in unmaking a lot of this yeah, stuff? Yeah, you, you actually sure. do want the government to mm. be involved. Ideally, I mean, if you could, if you could but, trust but them. But government's not, to, I mean, yeah. it's not stable. It it's changes hard. all the time. So it would depend on whoever's in power at the time. And then, as we are witnessing right now, the wrong person in power can fuck a lot of shit up. But social norms the, the least well, of the untrustworthy. What you guys think you. about, because I was thinking about, like, as far as, like, trolls in the comment section, um, I thought, well, the answer to that would be is no more anon- anonymity. Right. Like, if you're going to say something, it has to be you in your face. But then I thought there are some people that need to be anonymous on the internet because sure. of where they're, they're located. You know, like, I don't know. Do I don't mean? know. The f- like, if you're I a gay teen in a very... Find a better way, and maybe that'll... I think that's attacking a symptom and not the problem. The problem, the, in, in my mind at least, the problem behind where we are, where we, uh, how we got to where we are, and so far as people having the views they have in the first place, is we don't teach synthesis. <laughs> we don't teach the actual generation of ideas or critical analysis until graduate school level. Mm-hmm. So people just suck down all this nasty shit on the social medias from whacked out from, from whacked out sources that seem authoritarian because they have their own podcast or they or not authoritarian <laughs> that are authoritarian but like seem to be authorities one. because they have their own podcast or their 
their own channel and so on, so number of subscribers and so on and so on. So they go, oh, this person knows what they talk about. They're an influencer. So I can listen. Like there's kids going, that get millions of dollars yeah. on YouTube. As opposed to going, about. hmm, I understand from my firm grounding in, you know, logic and or rationale and or does this, does this pass the smell test? Does this feel right to me? What part of my psyche is appealing to and why? People that haven't had to ask those kind of questions. Do you think we're not taught critical thought on purpose or do you think it's because like it's just a newer idea that has I think it's a byproduct it's a, it's a byproduct of just needing factory workers. It's a byproduct of just needing folks that'll turn levers and sit at a desk so and fill spreadsheets that's kind of and what we're I've, doing manual what I've, labor. I've been told, and I don't know if it's fringe conspiracy or whatever. The French penal system thing? Yeah. Yeah. Or and like well, the, 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 the school system being modeled after the, pr- the, the Prussian model from back, you know, I guess, uh, pre-World War One Germany or something like that? Mm-hmm. I don't recall its origin, but there there is a lot of... And I haven't done the um, research to back it up. I've also heard rumors or heard mention of the U.S. education system and a large portion of the European missionary-style school system being based on essentially uh, European penal systems of okay. education. And not necessarily being at all based in trying to create citizens capable of analytical, rational thought. It's more about, about people understand how to be quiet, sit in rows... Uh, and and you know suck down suck in data spit out answers using said data mm-hmm. and you know again turn the cracks. missionary years were my favorite elementary school <laughs> reading writing arithmetic it's all you need right no, I think there's a growing por- or a large group of people that just want to be part of a tribe. Yeah. I, I agree. It's a very powerful. There's some people it's that are very into people, that, but I think most people, yeah. yeah. And I, then there's some of us that I just think there's something don't. to like not. You know, not not having a tribe, like, yeah. you, like or at least maybe think. And this is sounds like total, you know, uh, wishy washy hippie shit. But you know, the, if you want to think of a, a tribe, maybe just maybe your species. Yeah, start there. That's why I had this theory that. that if the aliens, <laughs> like if aliens from outer space came down and attacked the world, then that would bring everybody together against the aliens. That's always literally have the plot of Watchmen. You have John. to have yeah. what's the plot of what? Well, that's literally of, the, the plot of the original Watchmen comic. Well, well, it's, all, of, all the aliens. Well, then they movies. stole it from me because I just came up with that. The Watchmen stole it from but, John. You heard it here. <laughs> yeah, you first. hear that, Alan Moore? He's coming for you. <laughs> oh, that big blue penis. Loved it. Back around to dicks. <laughs> didn't take long, did it? Didn't what are you saying, long. Ryan? You were. Oh no, that was it. I mean, just like if if uh, if you didn't. I de- what, well, I don't. I try not to have a tribe. I don't want to. I don't. I'm not excited about being a part of any. You're not a joiner. But well, yeah, but, but you do. I mean, have a pretty substantial. I yeah, but I don't. I don't. I don't celebrate it. If you say I don't, don't see color, you? we will lose our shit. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> do, you, do you not celebrate it though? I mean, you're you're part of a group, and, and I celebrate. Okay, and you're so a like central part a band, of a group. I will, I will. I will be like. I mean, and I'm. I'm actually, you're not I'm, in a band. You're in fucking well, a thousand bands. But you know what I mean. But like, uh, I. I I'm all. I'm bad about self promotion. I'm. I'm not really doing that enough, admittedly. But, but you don't have to be because you are a part of such a expansive tribe. But so, but I could say on on my side of that, I I was in fucking eight or nine bands, mostly because I was willing to kind of go over to. Any tribe, but yeah, maybe, yeah, you're just bad Actually, at saying no. Here, here let's, let's, let's exactly. <laughs> the thing is, <laughs> like, this, like the, they're not going to have you as a member if they. I mean, so many, so many tribes, and and I would argue that 
because I lived in Denton for so long, uh-huh. there is a collective Denton tribe. There's a like sure. a music scene tribe. People are, are pretty And you nice are one of other. the central members of that tribe. Okay. And and it you That's don't nice have you to, to say, like I think. You're welcome. Um, you don't have to to try to be in it makes right. you not a member. So, yeah. or even better, you can be a member of a tribe of outsiders. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it's you can okay. be a member of more than one tribe. Yes, yeah, absolutely. There are sub tribes. Right, but but I think the the point is like thinking tribally is dangerous. Or I mean, it can be. Yes, I agree. I mean, it may be even on some level the root of the problem. Mm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of discussion to be had in philosophical circles about how tribalism is the root of many of our problems. But I would argue the root of the problem is, in fact, the idea of how vehemently with uh, how vehemently we cast people as other. Uh-huh. You can be. I mean, you can have, be all the tribes in the whatever, as long as, as you said earlier, we Which still really recognize we're all part of the process. same tribe. We'll, yeah, we'll but as long as you recognize we're all part of the same tribe at some fundamental level. But the second yeah. you consider someone no longer human, right? Be it you know, be they black, Nazi woman, whatever. Or, sorry, well, black this, Jew woman or whatever else. Then all of a sudden, that's when shit gets crazy. I yeah. I read a book <clears throat> once. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I heard I know, about I you reading this book actually. Yeah, it was pretty. There's a rumor in Denton about. about it. But no, it talk, it, it talks about uh, how tribalism is a, is a uh, an evolution. It's like a group evolution. Like and the, like groups of humans survived or or you know got their genes passed on, whether they were successful. You know, so the ones that successfully killed all the other ones mm-hmm. would their tribe. Or tribe style would pass on, and that's kind of uh, where it all comes from. Uh, it's, I, it's a mix I, I push of back death the and kill fucking. thing just a little bit, though, because no, it's, it's there was a point up. in time when we could just move. I mean, there were some tribes that definitely killed off other folks. But also, plenty of tribes just said, "Wow, There's still tribes." I'm going to move now because <laughs> I don't like you guys part. over here, so I'm going to go over there. And either they managed to find somebody else to bring with them, make more. Those of them, were the really socially they, polite ones. They were like. Oh, they're the cool. they turn into the Canadians. That's, yeah, because cool. there, there are plenty of tribes gonna, that agree they're all about killing gonna folks. It's going to go a little bit north. Yeah, yeah, just a bit. There's also plenty of tribes that didn't believe in killing folks and just believed in exiling sure. people. And, and, you know? But and some of those were successful, and those survived evolutionarily mm-hmm. through the group evolution. I worked in a um, men's transitional shelter for a few years in uh, Champaign, Illinois, and I used to. Uh, I was assigned to run this group called Anger Management. Uh-oh. And uh and there were like there were like 50 dudes in that group. And I was like, okay, you guys, so this is anger. Should it be like a solo group situation? You don't want a bunch well, of people with anger problems in the same you know, fucking group. I'll indirectly kind of answer your question. Was there a, a point second. in time where they're hooting excitedly and flinging poo at each other? Ooh. We did not allow that. Okay, good. good. <laughs> uh and nobody was brought to tears by the dolphins. I'll okay. tell you that. Sorry to hear that. So, well, I'm not. So, so uh, I would say, oh, okay, you, you guys. So here's the anger management group, and you know, there's like a, like a mid to late twenties woman like running the anger management group for, you know, fifty dudes between the ages of twenty one and you know seventy or whatever. No, I'm not fucking angry. So I renamed it <laughs> Coping Skills. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> So, Way to nerf that ball, Megan. Good thank job. you. <laughs> I really am a diplomat, if nothing else, is what people say about me. So 
the 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 point is like with regard to tribes like i would have dudes in that group that would say like um yeah so uh i was in prison you know and uh there were these like wife beaters and i knew that they had like been in prison because they were like beating their wives or beating girlfriends or whatever and i was like that's not fucking cool i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna fuck you up and I would think to myself, like, bitch, you fucking killed somebody. It doesn't make you better. But but even in prison, like, no matter what context in which we are speaking, like, they people make up subgroups. Mm-hmm. Like, I am, you know, I'm in prison. This is this is one of the lowest rungs on the social hierarchy, right? Um, but if I uh, if I find somebody that other people believe is worse than me, then I'm going to, I am going to like triumph my superiority over that group. So you beat women, you are a pedophile, you're rapist, usually a rapist, do good. whatever. Right. And think about it. Like there are a bunch of dudes in prison that, you know, maybe haven't raped, but they really don't give a shit either way about rape. But they're like, oh, you fucking rapist. Mm-hmm. We're going to, I'm going to fuck you up because that makes you worse than me. I would agree that those kind of social structures exist currently in our modern society, but a lot of that hierarchical stuff is encoded. I mean, there's, there's plenty of other. Um, I argue that it all is. Well, I mean, all of it all of it is encoded in some fashion? Yes. Yes. And I, I would, you know, there is no truly default human state as far as social order or, or, or it's relative it's it all it's, gets... it's where you are or where you perceive that you are exactly you're gonna find somebody that is worse than you quote unquote well, again and, and that's the thing i'm pushing up against again i'm pushing against the idea of hierarchy i'm pushing against the idea that when you meet somebody they can be in group or out group but that group necessarily have to be below yours or above just not yours. you Exactly. What you're saying. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, and, and, and I would argue that that, that the hierarchical nature with that. is a is is an encoded thing. It doesn't have to be that way, per se. Yeah, and I I think what we're like teetering over right now is uh, like a literal between between I should say between a literal tribe and the basic human connection that all of us literally need to survive. Mm. It's like a, it's a, it's a very base need for, mm-hmm. for us as humans. Um, and I, I don't know, I was thinking about the, um, I don't know. I just was, we're, we're balancing over those two, those two things. And just like you were saying, we make those subgroups and we identify with each other because of those things. And it causes us to somehow flip and say, because they aren't what this is, me, then they are other. Mm. And it's this whole other idea that is also troubling to me is that it's people are unable to accept, I guess, that we are all human and have the same literal makeup. Can I just yeah. say, can I say you, one thing? It, uh, oh. Like a point of light. This is going to sound like a really shitty point of light. We don't, we don't consider points of light in this podcast. <laughs> I, so... It's kind. I just thought about how it's kind of uh, encouraging that in order for us as a species to uh, indiscriminately kill each other, we have to think of somebody as less than human or 
not human in some way. Because we love ourselves so much. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's not encouraging, I guess, overall. Not but, at all. No. But- <laughs> I mean, it's obvious. I mean, scientifically, it's obvious that ever that like we are definitely all one species. Yeah, like there's not a yeah, species. Like race not, is like, a social mm-hmm. construct. And you tell people that on well, a I lot mean, of side of the aisle, and people, people don't. People, people don't. That's a difficult. different conversation. I just I mean, it's it. We're all human. Is I think what everyone will agree with. Whether you know, some people do not. Well, <laughs> no, right. some people definitely of, do not think well, that. Well, a lot of people but, say it, but they don't actually understand what yeah. they're saying. A better way to quantify it would be to try to explain to them: there's more genetic similarity between any two of us sitting here at yeah. this table than there are two pigeons outside. I mean, absolutely fucking alike. Mm-hmm. Because we, we at some point we all sh- we, we as a species we shrank up and mm-hmm. almost disappeared. There's been a couple of bottlenecks. Yeah, yeah, we had it. We had yeah, yeah. I love I love that shit. <laughs> Anyway, so that's I love my, evolution so much. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> so that's my hot topic. <laughs> Unless anybody else has anything else to add, please, you know, hop on the train. Well, I was, I was where I was trying to go earlier with that. Mm-hmm. I realized that I, I had lost my train of thought, but it's the, easy to do here. Yeah, I, don't know I why. just interrupted I don't know. you. <laughs> it's because I just interrupted you. Cheers. <laughs> uh, and the the a lot of people have a lot of this hate for the other because they do not understand how to find that human connection Mm. otherwise because we've told them to man up or to Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. mask their emotions or don't talk about your feelings or all of those are the same thing (laughs) exactly (laughs) there's usually a head drifter here that so maybe it's not everybody at this table's fault. It's <laughs> nobody's at but, this table's fault. You can say there's, there's usually like a head grifter at the top saying, blame this group of people for all of your... Well, so, is, so yeah. These people are taking your job here in this dining room. <laughs> so there's two, there's, no there's two implications there. Number one, that all of it is inherently a zero-sum game. That it has to be, there has to be a winner and loser for every single social transaction. There is no rational possibility where both people can get what they want or both people can walk away happy. There's a fundamental assumption in all the discussions we're having about our social order that is a false assumption. Mm-hmm. And number two, what you keyed off of, John, is that once you have created hierarchy, the best way for the person who's on the higher tiers of that hierarchy to ensure they maintain that higher spot is to fucking little finger the shit out of everything else and ensure that everyone else is fighting so they don't ever come for you and your riches. So That's how, they, that's how a lot of people are using uh, fear uh, mm, exactly. to distract from their, uh, from their ridiculous and... Um, Absolutely shameful. A lot behavior? of a lot of people, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe one guy. I, I'm or just talking, guy. I'm or... really talking about. A, I really am talking about a movement. I'm not talking about uh, just our president. Like, oh, okay. It's, Fair I, enough. Okay. Yeah. Can I do my hot topic real quick, and then we'll yeah. talk about some black girl magic? Go for it. Um, I'll just play it. I was gonna do the guy. Did you hear about the guy in Ireland that had like lower back problems? So he's injected himself oh, that with guy. semen. Yes, what? I did read that. Yes, what I did. He injected his own shit. semen into his arm because he thought that that would somehow cure his back pain. Um, I would think it'd make more sense if he like. Really spoiler alert! It didn't. It fucking did not work. work. Really it led to other problems. Immunological issue because yeah. your semen is technically isn't you. <laughs> oh, oh, I thought it would be a good idea. Oh, Jesus. 
Let me see if I, can, I wanna play this. I do a good job with the accents. But if but if he if he had just injected his sperm into a bunch of egg cells, allowed them to, you know, germinate mm-hmm. and then, you know, terminate pregnancies oh, from those, he could have had embryonic stem cells. And then what? Then you just yeah, pop it then, I mean in, in Ireland works, you have right? to then throw them in the garbage. I think. <laughs> no, they passed it. Oh now. Does that mean yeah? They're the Catholics. Okay, let me play this video from okay, Cardi B. They're the Catholics. Mm-hmm. If it let's see. Come on, please work. Please no, work. Do it. The Cardi B video. The Cardi B video. She only has one. Fucking work. No job. Why are you working? <laughs> let me find it somewhere else. Somebody vamp for me. Vamp? Uh, hello. How about that local sports team? Oh my god! <laughs> no. Heard that they won the game. We, 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 we can just talk about it, include the votes, because everybody's heard it by no. now. No, we are no. we are fucking playing this fucking video now. <laughs> no, I will turn goes. this car a round. <laughs> oh god! I hope you do. Sorry, John. Every Lee. week, I hope someone will turn this car around, <laughs> and they never fucking do. We just keep going for eight years. Y'all, I just want to remind y'all because it's been a little bit over three weeks, okay? It's been a little bit over three weeks. Trump is now ordering, as in summoning, federal government workers to go back to work without getting paid. Now, I don't want to hear y'all motherfuckers talking about, oh, but Obama shut down the government for 17 days. Yeah, bitch, for health care. So your grandma could check her blood pressure and you bitches could go check your pussy in the gynecologist with no motherfucking problem. Now, I know a lot of y'all don't care because y'all don't work for the government or y'all probably don't even have a job, but this shit is really fucking serious, bro. This shit is crazy. Like, our, our country is in a hellhole right now. All for a fucking wall. And we really need to take this serious. We, I feel like we need to take some action. I don't know what type of action, bitch, because this is not what I do. But, bitch, I'm scared. This is crazy. And I really feel bad for these people that got to go to fucking work to not get motherfucking paid. Hey, y'all. I just want to... I was going to repeat it. I think that's... I, I love that oh, the funniest God. part about that was the Democrats were like, who's going to share the Cardi B video? <laughs> <laughs> and Chuck Schumer out of all of them. Was yeah. <laughs> He's the one that shared it. So we're going to share yeah, it. So what, guys? Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty that was, It was really cute. Um, On that... That what's her name? Tanya Lorraine Tomey. Everybody makes fun of her, calls her a different name every single time. You know the blonde haired idiot? Tonsleitis Lasagna? Yeah. What's the what? She tried to say something to Cardi <laughs> B, and Cardi B fucking just said that she was going to walk her like a dog or something like yeah. that. It's like, Tommy, you need to don't. don't. Oh, oh, oh. Tarragon Man is super fucked up. Yeah. Now I know who you're talking about. Bitch, well, I'm scared too. Yeah. We're it's all a, fucking scared. So yeah, that's the thing I was gonna mention. It's a compelling argument. That, that's the thing I was gonna mention, guys. Um, well, so there's a, there's a list of of um, things that a uh, political scientist whose name I can't recall made that basically said, "Hey, is it these, Ryan Adams? No, it's not Ryan Adams. It's they basically joke. made a list of all the things you need to do to create a civil war." You know, you oh, have yeah. to uh, make sure that uh, you have a divided populace, people that can't necessarily come to an agreement on which version of reality they're going to believe. Um, he lists a couple of other points. And the one thing we were missing, the one thing we were missing on the list of things he mentioned, I'll include the list in notes if I can remember to do so, um, is uh, serious economic unrest. Serious like economic strife and or unrest. That's the only thing we were missing on his list. And um, 
we have a bunch of fancy economists and the Wall Street Journal and other, you know, seemingly August uh, well, financial organizations. F- a fancy hmm? ec- economist. Do you, do you have to wear a bow or you what is that? A top to, hat and a monocle. You have to open your mouth and like Ooh, literally like monocle. Dow Jones ticker comes out of your mouth when you talk. Okay. But the point is that um, a bunch of economic institutions and or experts have been saying for a while that we're due for another recession. And we currently have um, arguably one of the most thing, most extreme things you can do to disrupt your economy, i.e. stop the functioning of the government, <laughs> happening at the same time. Well, yeah. No, I heard that was part of the plan the entire time. Well, if you, if you believe in Steve Bannon's entire we're here to dismantle the administrative state type of thing and, you know um – Steve Miller's uh, uh, not uh, not Steve Miller band, but Stephen Miller. Oh, it's going to make a joke, and then you corrected it. So uh, thanks uh, uh. a lot. But yeah, I would not be surprised because honestly, that is a low-key Republican strategy: is to you know come into power, de uh, um, de stabilize. No, not not just destabilize, but to specifically remove funding from particular programs. Then say, oh look at how terribly these programs aren't working, and mm-hmm. then you know remove the programs entirely, and then move in various private enterprises that can then suck down government contracts and have a good time with that shit. <laughs> and they've been doing that steadily for a number of years now. So. Oh man, if if there is one person that I would like to stab in the mouth more. There's there, there's the nobody that open. surpasses Stephen Miller. Oh, no, exactly. You wait until they open their mouth and then you stab them. Like some boss in some video game. Yeah, think about it. Shoot for the weak point. No, it's, it's Stephen Miller. Yeah, yeah, he is pretty awful. Not from not Steve Miller, but yeah, Stephen. Yeah, everybody still loves Steve that Miller. little shit. Oh my god. Fly like okay. an eagle <laughs> to the sea. Oh, this is when the... I mean, if the Secret Service were not furloughed, they'd come and get me right now. <laughs> well, you didn't threaten the president of the vice, so theoretically <laughs> no, you're safe-ish. Not out loud. Yeah, they don't care about Secret That's a good point. Is, is the Secret Service paid off a separate budget? Because if so, they're like, you know what? No, they're uh, furloughed. Oh, 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 so they're working without pay, protecting the ass they, of the, I think they're, the most annoying they're, man on the planet. They're either Homeland Security or they're DOJ, but they're, wow. they are furloughed. They're not getting paid to take a bullet for Which is right why uh, all of those stories about... Um, George W. buying them pizza, which I really think is a pittance, frankly. Depends can we on just, the pizza. Can we just have a little, a little shortstop? <laughs> it was a supreme here? pizza. It wasn't cheese. Can we oh. just talk for a hot second about the fact that, like, of all the things that Trump could have bought, of all the things he could have had catered? Because if dude was going to pay for catering. He has a restaurant. Like right down the street. That's what I'm saying. He, he could have paid for he any of the catering steaks. in the world. He has his own steak. <laughs> yeah, name. but he he paid for fast food. Okay, but, but hold, hold on just a second. And the guys. fact that when he said, and I think they like it too, it seemed very. Do you know how nasty cold that's fast what food they is? Like. We we can put men in the goddamn moon. Stop we can talking. Send... <laughs> Stop it right now. Because we're talking about fast food. Is that yes. What it is? First of all, <laughs> do you like cold fast food, Megan? Listen to me. Do you? <laughs> This this is this is a testament to narcissism. Okay, this dude, I fucking love fast food. Cold okay? fast food, all of it. I'll fucking I will eat it out of the trash, <laughs> right? Wow. But the point is, I mean, it is trash. So what's the difference? Sorry. The point is <laughs> that fucking the president. I can't believe I'm saying that. Donald Trump loves fast food. It is his favorite kind of food he gives this to someone it is like saying i value you from the value menu so you're saying that donald trump needs a long conversation about love languages 
Well, mi- no. You're saying he's, he's just misunderstood. No, no, no. No, <laughs> oh, I, no I don't think he's mind. misunderstood. I think he's perfectly understood. You're supposed to give love the way horrible, the person wants to be loved. Horrible piece of shit. Yeah, he's like, I like this, so therefore yeah. it's good, yeah. so you like this. There you go. Now, so, even though if you like something else. It's not it a love language. Matter. There's no love involved. It's unless all it's about like him. self-directed, which is a really gross thing to think about in the context. But what I'm saying is, like, he... <laughs> He did what he thought was right. And what wow. he thought was right was super fucked up. And stupid. <laughs> because as I was ranting, we can put men in the moon, we can send orbiters to the farthest reaches of the universe. We can do we can delve into some of the deepest portions of the ocean and have dudes fucking skydive off of like orbital platforms onto the earth, but we still cannot fucking successfully, correctly, and tastily reheat French fries. That yeah, are man. Cold. Yes. Okay? Yes. You can't do it. You cannot fucking I reheat fucking French fries. I fucking love fast food. But but I would not give that to my little brother. I wouldn't give it to my cousins. I wouldn't give it All to right, you guys. guys. Yeah, I'm sorry, your little brother's I big. But do you have a secret French fry? <laughs> so do you know how to reheat French fries? What you do? Oh shit! But it no, has he to, knows. It has to, they have to start like a little undercooked. Like, Breaking news, guys. You get, Ryan you get travels some, a lot. Some uh, some French fries that are like not you know they're not they're not overdone. So okay. They're maybe just right or maybe just a little under undercooked. So in and out fries. So like. I think I think I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I don't know what I do something kind of different every time, but I'm, a t- I'm, a, I'm not a, a good cook. Uh, but I will eat reheated French fries. If but I but I but I, I spend some time. I put the the oven. I think broil mm-hmm. and top, then top burner. Yeah. Uh, Tell John about that because he doesn't realize what broil is. Three three seventy five maybe four hundred mm-hmm. of not not a lot of time, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I've recently started spraying them with Pam. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then after they're done, and this is the secret. You should curry whisper powder. it. You curry should powder. I love if it. If it's a secret, it's you my should new whisper favorite it. thing. So, like, yeah, curry yeah, 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 just curry powder. Curry powder. <laughs> Thanks, Emily. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was good direction. I yeah. totally missed it. It's okay. It. It's all right. She got it. So we got two hours, so we need to. Oh, we yeah, should probably start wrap wrapping up yeah. this bow. Okay. Okay. So, Thank you for that, so, so curry welcome. powder. Curry powder. Curry powder. Pam and four hundred broil. Yeah. I'll give it a shot next week. Maybe three seventy. Maybe eight minutes. Okay. Try eight minutes. Like try five. I go by smell. Is what I do. I kind of mm. go by smell. This might change a lot of people's lives, particularly in Denton. <laughs> we'll see. We'll give it a shot. I th- I think it's. I'm glad that you're here. <laughs> Well, anybody have any final Listen. thoughts now that we're all done frothing? Or is there a story? Emily had a to... story that oh, she shit. wanted to talk we totally about real fast. Story. I mean, Not real fast. No. We do it from the heart. Yeah, don't But if you could about... do it in like five minutes, that'd be swell. <laughs> As a female, I have been particularly, um, I don't know, distraught over the news over the past like two hundred years. hundred years of <laughs> our existence as humans. And I, I was just um, really motivated, and I was, it was, it's like the tiniest bit of light that I've seen in just like this kind of black blackness that we're in right now. Not even the good kind of blackness. No, no. not the good kind. I, the good kind is black girl magic, yeah. <laughs> which is getting females elected into decision-making positions Right now in Houston, it's in big numbers. So Houston 19, also known as. And um, I was just listening to this story, and I'm just glad that 
women are are being allowed to it's 2019 and i'm saying women are being allowed yeah. to finally it makes me finally do this thing that is actually probably going to improve our government and our society in general i think uh giving women the decision making power is a really key thing that i think some people are you know downplaying at this point and i'm i'm just really excited um and i am i i just am i'm feeling a lot of feelings about mm. my fellow females but particularly about black females because i'm not i'm not a black female but i feel the female part of it and i feel so heartbroken for black females i guess is my point but and i and i don't i don't say that to garner support or any any kind of weird stuff like that it's just that i am this week that's what happened you know i listened to that story to be clear this is the the houston 19 are the uh the judges the, I believe. yes the uh black yeah. judges that are, sorry are like the i didn't cycle. clarify no, no, yeah, you're, you're good you're good and because um, yeah. i don't know what's happening here oh <laughs> yes, uh, judges. They were elected as judges. Nineteen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nineteen of them. And the in actual the legal County. system, like not mm-hmm. for a mm-hmm. beauty pageant. Oh yeah, real stuff. Oh yeah, there's a pretty fly ass <laughs> picture I saw in front of all of them hanging out in their robes, yes. just like what, <laughs> what, what you gonna do? What? It's pretty awesome. Yeah, actually, and that's like a really big thing is that picture. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I heard this from NPR, so obviously I can't like take credit for any of this stuff, but. <laughs> didn't discover this young black females are posting that photo up in their bedrooms literally Mm. that's like that's a new generation of hope but it's also really really sad that that's you know that's where we are that that's actually that's what i wrote that's where i wrote down naomi and i shared this before when i randomly got feelings I watch professional wrestling every once in a while, and this is going to seem like <laughs> such small potatoes on judgeships, but it's still it's it's about related. how representation matters. And when Naomi won the women's title, and she was a black woman with the title belt, they panned over to a young black woman in the audience holding up a Naomi sign. And I don't know why, but I got teary-eyed because, mm. you know, that it was it was a, a first that I I saw. I mean, there have been you know black female professional wrestlers before but it was just that moment where i was just like oh my god this stuff matters see fuck yeah it does yeah. let's end on a positive note right there before everything else gets terrible again. before i say something i wasn't gonna let's say that but i almost it. did say that and joe's on the way <laughs> that's what joe's before, on his way quick oh, talks we're gonna get presents <laughs> okay well so Twitter and the handles and all the what, what's this? Oh right, right, right. So in case you want to like holler at any of us, I can be reached at o underscore t underscore n underscore o on the Twitter. Is Megan can be reached at Jeffrey Crayon. Yes, that's the weird G spelling on the uh, which one? Instagram. The, the Instagrams and at Meg the Merciless on the Twitter. Is John can be reached at John Lee Hart. That's J O N. L-E-E-H-A-R-T and are there any particular online monikers that either you Emily or you Ryan wish to leave your bands your thingies your stuff so you're just like nah yeah he doesn't know know what they are my name is Emily Thigason and you can find that on Facebook and I'm not on it very much isn't that fun I stay off of Facebook on purpose, but my last name is spelled Thigeson, T-H-Y-G-E-S-E-N. Spoken like a, a true uh, spelling bee, Victor. <gasps> you won the spelling bee. 
I never How won. many spelling bees did you win? I never won. You're, I was going to say, you're white. White people never win. You were robbed. <laughs> oh I thought you told me you won a spelling bee. And on that well, racist no. note... <laughs> oh, wait, you can enjoy the featured song of the week. You have to do that again. All That Wanting no, by Claire Morales. I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> you, you are. No, I'm not. Girl, please. You can do it. Something light in all this dark 